0: For. We've got cream puffs, pampered and polished. Also one owner executive vehicles driven by the boss of the firm, we call that a brass hat. Plus, you'll get a cash offer and we'll buy your used car outright. For a great pre-owned vehicle at a great price, now is the time to see Oliver Ford Lincoln in Plymouth.
1: U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules, has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area student athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules committed to our community.
2: We're with uh, Plymouth Athletic Director Michael Delp. Um, you, this has been a fun time for you i'm sure uh, the basketball team off to a great start girls have had their ups and downs but they're pretty solid as well you got a swim team that was undefeated for at uh, the beginning of the season there's a lot of good things going on
3: yeah absolutely uh we've uh kicked off the beginning of the year with uh or the beginning of the winter season i should say with a uh a positive start and um yeah, some good energy going on but just uh, within a lot of different, uh, a lot of different teams, and perhaps the the team that has got the really really high high expectations for themselves this year. Uh, the gymnastics team is um, hasn't even got to start yet, so we're we're excited about where we're at right now in the winter season.
2: They've got a lot of folks back, don't they?
3: Uh, yeah, Rusty, we. Uh, I think we're over 12 girls. I want to say 13, maybe. Uh, biggest team we've had in a very long time, maybe ever. Um, and not only that, just very talented, uh, very strong. Um, you know, I know they kind of feel like there's a couple teams in in our sectional over at Wallace Sea that are t- state level, you know, caliber teams. But uh, for the first time in a long time, they really believe they. We got a shot at a sectional title, and and so we're we're excited about that. We talked about just uh, because of the depth and the numbers we have, you don't want to have a bunch of girls going through this. There's no JV for gymnastics right, at this point, right. so so we're trying to call ahead and ask some of these other uh, tournaments that we go to. Can we bring a second team and, and let them compete so they get more opportunities to, to develop as as uh, student athletes uh, in their their sport. So, good problem to have, for sure.
2: And, you know, that program has really come along in the last few years. I mean, they've had a couple of state qualifiers and and everything else. I mean, they're really building.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, we we have had recently and and (coughs) Dorothy Karras the year last year and and obviously Tessa Hutchinson and um, and, – uh, just a whole lot of uh, girls that have just put in a lot of time into this, and, and uh, we're grateful for that. And, of course, um, Andy Bender, uh, Wes McFerrin, um, prior to marriage, and Cassie Quizzle are both former PHS gymnasts that kind of have that pride in our program. And where a lot of schools are kind of having their numbers deteriorate or drop, uh, we've just kind of found a nice little place where there's a lot of girls. That actually... This weekend, they plan to have their youth uh, clinic, um, and I want to say they're up to 80 girls that are coming
2: wow. <laughs> on Saturday morning,
3: so, uh, you know, there's uh, there's some, some good energy in there uh, right now, and um, yeah, so excited about that, uh, the opportunities ahead had for the, our uh, lady
2: gymnasts. Your wrestlers have not really gotten into full swing yet. They still have quite a bit of their season left, but you know they've got a bunch of, uh, of guys who also could have state aspirations.
3: Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's another program that returns from a, a great sectional day where they were able to kind of surprise, sneak up and surprise literally on the last match. Uh, where Popey scored up points to get a major decision and, and earn us a sectional title. It, it literally came down to the very last match, which was about as exciting as you can get, right, in a yeah. wrestling world. And, and so just peaked at the right time. Um, still have a lot of youth uh, in that. Uh, I want to say we only have one senior, uh, Matt McCrum. Um, hoping I am get that right. but uh, And, uh, you know, so we're still relatively young. Uh, as far as that but we have an experienced group coming back mm-hmm. uh, a lot of those guys who were freshmen and sophomores last year that put that together so you got a lot of sophomores and juniors along with Matt uh, coming back to defend that sectional title and uh, you know they, they just uh, definitely have uh, uh, high aspirations for a deep tournament run for sure.
2: So. I know you're probably not Terribly surprised, but are you pleased, uh, maybe pleasantly surprised, with the number of fans we've had? Because attendance has been good at everything I've been at.
3: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, our sponsors that we we had step up early in the year uh, First Source Bank and uh, McDonald's and Fulcrum Rigging and and Oliver Ford have definitely helped get kids there and right, and, and with the expectation that parents, you know, must attend with them a little more cost efficient for them to do that when their kids are getting in free and so uh huge shout out to our sponsors for that because uh, there's no doubt about it attendance has been up uh, I would say the concession stand gate or the concession stand take has been up because of the number of kids that are showing up and, and wanting to be there and, and so um, yeah we're, we're, we're happy that people are coming out and uh, after a period of time right where even last year at this time, we were still dealing with COVID restrictions,
4: right. and Mask and you know contact tracing.
3: It was just uh, a really, really, really challenging you know period of time for a lot of a lot of people, right? Uh, yeah. Not just the world of education, but the kids in particular, just not getting what I would call normal opportunities to play in front of a great crowd, right? And, yeah. and in front of their uh, their uh, fellow peers, and so to have that energy and to have some of those really cool um you know this will be our first friday night last week we got to play on wednesday right before break so we'll see where we're at um but uh we got a couple of friday nights coming up here in december right before christmas break that we uh we're looking forward to there's some uh, great competition we're going to run up against and we'll see where we're at um uh, but we've uh taken step forward this year by beating a couple tough local county schools you know in triton and Glen.
2: You know, and that's the the one thing too. It there are a lot more students than I remember in a couple of years past, and and they've been kind of boisterous. I mean, and we've talked about it before. There is the crowd makes a difference. If if there's a big crowd there, it makes it a better game.
3: Hundred percent. Yeah, you throw in our pep band who who came back uh, on Tuesday night. and I'll be back again on uh, t- here tonight. And- Uh, They're going to try to make it some girls games as well this year. And so just uh, it does. Uh, The home court advantage comes out when you have that positive energy and, you know, know, that third quarter in particular on Tuesday night where we made it kind of a quick run. And just you when you feel that as an opponent, you know, against you and when you feel that as a as a home team, you know, for you, it, it does add some kind of shot in the arm as far as the energy and, and uh, you still got to go out and execute. You still got to go make plays and make shots, but uh, make defensive plays and those kind of things. But uh, it definitely helps you kind of push through those tough times as as the game will go through, as you go through a game.
2: And there's a personality too, that uh, is kind of in the background of the success. And I know we've talked about him before, I have never heard anybody so universally praised by every coach in the system as your new strength and conditioning coach. I mean, Aaron Lutenski has done a great job, and you can tell watching the basketball team, they are so much more physical than they were a year ago.
3: There's no doubt about it, Rusty. I mean, we're talking, he hasn't, I think we're going to be coming up right at six months, basically. He came in right after uh, moratorium was his first uh, week so right there july early july and you know we had kids working on it a little bit on their own and we definitely worked hard to get the freshmen uh into a weight room last year um so there were some things in place that you know in some ways we were told if we build it build up those numbers meaning uh that they would you know our our admin would you know then push uh, for that to be a full-time you know teaching position for a strength coach and and uh you know the numbers are such that there's no doubt about it that we need it and uh and on top of that then you get the fruit of all that work by the kids and and by the coaches and especially by Aaron and uh he is uh he is making a difference there's no doubt about it and our kids are like I said reaping the benefit of that expertise that he's bringing so it's very exciting
2: what you got coming up that uh, is the most important here? Maybe, probably in the next week or so. Is there any big thing coming up you want to push?
3: You know, uh, this uh. weekend we got a, we host our first uh, uh, home wrestling invite, and we also host um, uh, the Pilgrim Relays. So those are two big tournaments that are we're hosting this weekend. So we'd love to have people come out and support both the swim team and uh, the wrestling team, um, and uh, those both start at nine o'clock uh, this this uh, weekend. So I'm um, looking forward to that. Obviously, we got the home game tonight, and then you know next week we have a lot of uh, a lot of great contests that are mainly on the road though next week. Um, so you know, if I could push anything right now, it would be definitely to come out and see on Saturday some of those uh, maybe the sports that don't always get the largest attendance. It'll be a great. Both of those will be great events where um, you'll see some of our our athletes that maybe don't always get that pub, um, and uh, and so we're excited about hosting both of those. It, it provides a challenge. It's there, two different locations, so we're working hard here to like. It's one of those nights where afterwards I'm gonna have to be a little annoying after the basketball <laughs> game to ask people to leave, um, <laughs> only because we got to get four wrestling mats down before you know. So our wrestlers can get home, get to sleep, and be back in here by 7 a.m. the next morning. Yeah. So, um, But, uh, you know, all those are, are challenges we understand and, and look forward to. and uh, We'll all sleep well come Saturday night, but uh, it'll be a great couple of 24 hours where we get a, to get a do a lot of great things. And like I said, the gymnastics team hosting their um, their youth clinic to tomorrow. I think a lot of people have already signed up for that, but uh, that starts at 8 a.m. for... I think she's doing two different sessions and and maybe even doing a mock meet later that night. I want to say that starts around five o'clock. So just to let our girls kind of go through there, it's not really a scrimmage, but uh, it's almost like a, like I said, uh, a mock meet uh, just with the girls that are on the team. And so it'd be a chance for some people to come out and and see what the Lady uh, Pilgrims are about in the gymnastics world, so.
2: Well, man, I want to thank you for joining us like you always do. And uh, I know you're busy, so I'll let you get back to work. But once again, thanks for joining us.
3: Yeah, my pleasure, Rusty. Thanks for having me.
2: Michael Delt, the Athletic Director of Plymouth High School. We got more right after this. And welcome to Plymouth High School. It's Plymouth basketball on WTCA. We're still in the JV game here. It is double overtime. There's 36 seconds left. Laporte trails this, forty-three thirty-nine. They have the basketball. It's going to be Eli Taylor bringing it up the left side. Oh, the block. Rays it up. The rebound. It's with the bucket. 45-41. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tate are on the drive. We got a whistle on the foul. And it's going to be a blocking foul. Plymouth has trailed much of the second or of the fourth quarter, but made a big comeback at the end of the game, Absolutely. tied it up, and that's where we
5: are. Yeah, the fans have already gotten their money's worth tonight. Two, uh, two extra quarters in the JV game wow. to say once we're at halftime of the varsity, everybody should leave. And that's what you paid for. So. Well, hopefully, we have to the leave then.
2: 18 seconds. Millizer will be at the free throw line. His first shot is no good. Two-point Plymouth lead, plenty of time on the
5: clock, so
2: who yeah, knows what funny.
5: this might <laughs> be. Yeah, we have uh, wouldn't be surprised to see a third one, but... uh, It's already our
2: second overtime, and Millizer misses the second, and now it's going to be Taylor bringing it all the way back up in the turn. Three
0: from... Ten seconds
2: left from Point with the lead. Plymouth with the basketball. Hayden Feldman will dribble it over in front of the bench. he will call timeout. Tony Pulpo will have to draw something up here
5: with six seconds left. And Plymouth trails by one after the three from Warner. This Laporte JV team has got some shooters out there. They do. You know, there's about seven or eight juniors out there on the court right now in this JV game. So this is this has been a really high-tempo, physical game.
2: Well, you hit it right on physical. There's a lot of pushing and shoving going on, a lot of clearing out. I like that. I'm I glad too. the officials are letting them play for the most part to get some continuity to the game. Absolutely.
5: Yeah. Don't, don't want to keep chopping it up and slowing the game down. Just let them have
2: some momentum and play it like a normal game. And that's what this has been. It's a good one absolutely has 44 43. Six seconds to play. We're done. We will head to uh, the varsity contest. We have to talk to Joel Brindle here before much longer.
5: You know, so, that's coming up as a JV player. It's always fun because now all the fans are the varsity go of their way in. Yeah. Hey, yeah. right, look at this guys! And we
2: got a great crowd here, too. Tonight. Oh, it's yeah. Funny you mention that. Everybody I've ever known to play JV basketball said they loved overtime. Oh, yeah. All, of, all the fans are there.
5: Well, the students have started to get into it. The band's gotten everybody up. It's, so, it's going to be a fun
2: night out here. Plymouth will have the basketball in front of their bench. And it looks like Feldman's going to be the one. No, it's not Feldman. He's over on the free throw line along with Tremaine. Van Dyne taking and it out. It's going to be Van Dyne going to throw it in. Dan Nien breaks out. Now Delp back to Van Dyne. He'll try the baseline. He's alive.
5: Of... <laughs> wow. Oh, we're going to give him a timeout here, so we might have about a second on the clock. 6 is on the What
2: is and a timeout. The, this is the tough part. The officials are going to have to decide how much time is on that clock.
5: Yeah, I couldn't imagine it being more than a little over a second. Because I mean, when that went down, I looked up. looked like it was about a second, but now I'm going to tell you this for a fact: the officials don't know. No, oh no, they don't know. And, uh, they're too busy doing other things. So unless they're pulling up our new live stream that we have yeah. on,
2: on YouTube, they uh. <laughs> They're going to rely on the guys at the scoring table to tell them what they saw. You know what? I like that. Rely on people around you. Yeah. Because when I was doing the scoring table at Ancilla, that's what happened. Every now and then, you had a situation like that where they couldn't see. They'd come over and say, "Hey, where do you think it was?"
5: Yep. These guys have done a great job here in this fourth game time, just keeping it. You know, fans. Fans are always going to get a little antsy, but especially. Really? You know. You know the. You know, poor crowd, they like to get competitive. So. We all know the drill. Yeah.
2: No time on the clock right now. I think it's probably going to end up being about one second. If it were me, I'd just go 1.5. 1.8. 1.8, something like
5: so that. So this is time for catch. I think Step you got Oh, they're, they're going to go point eight. Wow. Yep. This is time to catch and shoot, maybe. That's you just, all you got. You can't foul. You just cannot foul defensively. That's all you got. And the guys on the Plymouth bench
2: are all holding their arms up in the air. sure that was the instruction. Don't
5: get into anybody. Yep. Just, if they go to shoot, straight up and down. So you're probably going to want to put somebody – well, we'll see what they do. They might put somebody on the ball. We don't really have anybody that's really all that tall to get in somebody's face. So They're not going to play there. the ball. And I, don't,
2: I, I think I like this, too. I've got to play it through the corner. Make them throw it in and throw it from the other free throw line if this they're going to try to score.
5: That's where you put in whatever football player you got. Let them play free safety. Dan Nen playing
2: back here. He's on Van Warner, who's cleared down in this corner, open. nobody notices him, just to the left of the basket on the opposite end of the floor. And it's going to be Gage Raymond throwing it in, and they're running a post pattern. It's over the middle and knocked down by Plymouth, and it will be a win. We about to get the ball up on the
5: Steelers. Probably a close salvatory throw, but you know what? Those kids are excited. That's a great win for
6: double overtime.
2: And what a game that was! It was within a possession or two for the entire game.
5: Yeah, it was back and forth, and then you know we had it up to four, and then the Port made a couple plays. This that was, is
2: an indication of the way the varsity game's gonna be. It's gonna be a wild night. Yeah, this uh
5: there's there's an energy in here tonight for sure.
2: Hort comes in here one and one. They're only lost to Fishers. Which uh, talking to the radio guys from Laporte, they said Fishers was an interesting team. Six ten, six eight, six five, six two, and six five. That's yeah. a starting five. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a little
5: different for them tonight. <laughs> Now they're uh, the team with six, five, six Yes, they are. They man. are big and they're strong. Yeah, they have a lot of length too. It's just you can see you can see it. They got they got the arms that hang down to the knees. Oh, yeah, and
2: yeah, the wingspan of an eagle. They're basketball players too. There's some good ball players down there. The Samuelson kid is really good. I'm kind of interested to see him. The two times I've seen him play, he really plays well. He's not even their big guy. Uh, he's their big guy, but their big guy. Is uh Dominic Thompson stick cooks? Thompson well, no, or, I, are the guy the guy that you gotta watch here, and I it's Malik Corley, five nine. He can boy you're gonna like him. He can boy. He's he's not gonna throw forty points in there, but he is lightning quick and he
7: really can play.
5: Well, you know how uh how Laporte likes to coach him up. They they're gonna be scrappy, yeah, and they are going to get after it. Oh yeah. There is well, it's you know the the region plays certain ball and it's physical. I was gonna say if you're playing in that Doonlin conference,
2: you better be <laughs> ready, to, ready. You better be ready to have some bruises at the end of the night. Because yep. it is very physical in the Doonland, which is one reason why I know our girls like to play those teams. Our guys like to. Yep. Because
5: the NLC ain't far behind. Nope it's not and this is a sectional opponent too. So yes. you know, Coach Grendel talked about it. This is uh a, a little hint, you know, a feel of where we stack up compared to our competition once you know the postseason comes. Two good starts, but now you're you're talking about a bigger school, right? 4A school with a lot of size and they play hard. So it's it's gonna be a test tonight. Now
2: you uh, we've had two wins, two and oh. I mean, you,
5: who would have thought we'd be talking about the
2: undefeated Plymouth Pilgrims it's, at this
5: point? You know, and it it's exciting to do it because it's it feels like it's been a while since we've had uh You know, a lot of excitement around something right now and just a lot of confidence going with with the guys. And so this is just awesome to see, especially because Triton and John Glenn, they'll be up and down. But lately they have had really solid teams with very good players. And so I think that's kind of prepared us for what we're going to see.
2: Tonight we'll be at another level from those two teams, basically with Triton and with – Glenn, if you could minimize the damage that their star players do, yep. you can at least give yourself a chance to win the game. And quite frankly, that's what we did. You pretty much took Bryce and Hannah out of game one, and the other night they took uh, uh, Chively out of the game.
5: Yep, and like like we've talked about, that's a testament to those seniors that have been d up, you know, Shealy, Strain. They just have – they've given everything they've got on the defensive end, Ray, you know, and they've really made it difficult on teams to get in the lane. Now the problem is going to be tonight. I'm going to imagine Laporte has got some kids that can shoot the ball. Oh, yeah. So we're the double teams are probably going to be um, a little a little less often tonight, not to leave open those uh, those good shooters, but. We'll see how they end up trying to defend them.
2: Well, I, mean, I think even Justice as big, who's going to
5: control the boards?
2: Yep. And you're not going to be able to give these guys multiple shots. It's going to have to be one and done, and that's a very difficult task.
5: Yeah, I imagine that was a real emphasis of practice this week. Get the bubble out on top of the rim and make, make them miss every shot and go get every rebound because they are going to crash hard. There's no doubt about it.
2: Well, and, they, and they will, you said it, crash. Yeah. They are going to come in there and they're going to make contact and they're going to do whatever they need to do to get the ball. Well, LaPorte and Plymouth coming up here in just a few minutes. Do you know what they're Is
5: this like the student athlete yes. of the month? Or? Yep, student athlete of the month going on. Of course, we had to extend it a little bit longer before he can start working. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, we got to have another, uh, another show here. Now, is that okay?
5: Uh, I'll have to have a word with the butcher club president. <laughs> the guy standing right down there. Yeah, probably around the dinner table yeah. or something. But... Yeah,
2: you could have a little talk with him. I... I think that would be good.
5: You know, I've learned – he tends to tune me out when whenever I start chirping him like that. So, Really? I've never known a father to do that. When that,
2: that I, that's
5: strange to me. I don't yeah. know
2: how you could say
5: that. No, and I'm sure your son's never said anything. No, 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 no. No, I pay
2: rapt attention to every word they say. That's all I could say. Speaking of rapt attention, uh, we're going to take a short break. We'll come back. It is Plymouth basketball and WTCA Plymouth-Laporte. And a double overtime first game, 45-44, Plymouth JV comes out with a win. Be right back. Bowen Printing is a local hometown business established in 1943. The staff is there to help you realize your vision, be it professional or personal. Need a small order of wedding or graduation invitations, but hate that extra cost? Well, Bowen Printing specializes in beating the big printers and internet prices. From banners and signs to envelopes, promotional items, local school t-shirts and apparel, Bowen Printing, downtown Plymouth, will surprise you. Give them a call, 574-936-3924.
8: Today is a great time to look at the tractor you've had your eye on. So stop in at Master Tech in Plymouth to look over and test drive one of the new Montana tractors. With a three-year warranty, Montana tractors are built for a rugged, reliable performance. Pound for pound, they're today's best buy in utility and compact tractors. Plus, you can match your tractor to a wide range of American-made Montana implements. See Master Tech in Plymouth and check out the model that's right for you.
6: Pain from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board certified and fellowship trained surgeons, Dr. Lisa Ronbach and Dr. Jeffrey Sheedy, at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574-223-9525, and come to expect the best.
2: Back at Plymouth High School, where we've just watched the uh, Pilgrims J.B., take a win over Laporte. Yeah, I don't know who were you playing there for a second? Yeah,
5: and what you know, gotta love seeing a great JV matchup. Love setting the tone for the night. going to say,
2: I mean, you you played on both teams and played for four years. but how does that
5: affect the varsity when they? Because I was always worried about you know standing and waiting. It it you know it's you have the nerves when you're over there just sitting and watching but it's it is exciting just to have the JB win just to have that morale going into it cuz then you know you get to you just get to enjoy it that much more when everyone wins so especially when after post game guys are going to hang out it's a lot more fun if everybody won so you know and and it is a program these guys are practicing together every day so they want to see each other win so right. they they come out here and will watch the end of the game and get really excited for it well, Plymouth getting ready. Laporte getting ready.
2: They're both on the floor. We've already introduced uh, all of the youth league players in Plymouth. We introduced all of the uh, student athletes month, uh, athletes of the month. And so who else could we introduce? We I, don't could,
5: I don't know. Maybe somebody else. We could here. just start calling people out and recognizing them. We, if we could. To, just but... call them over. It's fr- you know, it's Friday <laughs> night. This is You knew it was going to be a big crowd. It's just... a great crowd, too, yeah. tonight. You mentioned that earlier. But it, it is a great crowd. And the weather, honestly, pretty good for yeah. beginning of December. So well, getting them out here, and don't have to worry about snow yet.
2: I've been impressed, and I know the other Tuesday, uh, not Tuesday night, Wednesday night before, uh, the opening night yep. with Clint. I was shocked with how many students were here. You're, You're right. talking about the night before Thanksgiving, yep. and you had a big crowd of students here,
5: which has not happened for a long time. Yeah, I mean, it, it really just gets you excited about kind of what we're building here. If kids are excited to be here, you know, it makes you feel good because they are the ones that see everything every day. So, if they're excited for what we're kind of putting out on the court, then their support always helps, too. It's never fun to come in and play in front of 80, you know, screaming students right in your face. So, Especially when they uh, – they, they'll get creative, too. I know the LaPorte students always always got creative. We'll, we'll see what
2: happens. i got to believe that they want to try to get some more offense. I talked to Joel earlier in the week, and I said, i got a feeling – that you're one of those teams is going to be really happy if it's a game in the 40s.
5: Yeah, yeah, a, a grinded out uh, kind of win is one that we'll take ev- every day, uh, and that's that might be the kind of game you got to play when you're playing a team with a lot of great athletes that can run the court and can shoot. And, you know, are really just a good team.
2: We mentioned defense a little bit earlier and the opening night, it was Michael Shealy having an unbelievable game taking on Bryce and Hannah. He got some help. Easton strain was dipping back in there yeah. to help him out and uh, that kind of stuff too. But then the other night it was kind of committee. I think Easton was on uh, uh Chively most yeah. of the night, but Davis Ray had times where he had, I mean, it was a defense by committee it seems like that is the difference in this team. Their ability to play defense.
5: Well so it's not it's it's about having the athleticism to play good on ball defense, being able to keep guys in front of you, but also have good off ball defense on the health side, be ready to help when we do get beat, and also being able to rally back, box out when needed. And that's it's the way they're communicating and really playing together that is allowing them to do that so well. And
2: so much of that is different than anybody I mean. The way we play defense is not like anybody
5: else
7: plays defense. No, it is
5: totally different. It's going to be that pack line. It's going to be you're you're going to have to get physical with us if you want to score inside, and we'll we'll give up those longer jumpers for the you know the harder shots. That that's what we're willing to give up. The other part,
2: when a Plymouth defense is playing well, you're playing five guys. Yep. You don't have any one-on-one guys going nope. out there. It is it is a five-man defensive set. And it's funny because everybody thinks it's a zone. You watch yep. it, and everybody, oh, they're playing. Zone. No, that's
5: not a zone. That's nope. It's it's just the way the way you play. It's that help side defense, and that it's getting in that right position. And it does. It takes a lot of practice to do it. They they drill that shell drill for hours. And I know it, it's <laughs> it, they drill it into your head, man. It's like I'm help. I'm baseline. It's I'm talking through everything. And if you're not, then you know. You're baseline, not up to the standard.
2: The baseline thing was the one thing that used to drive me crazy back in the day because it's so counterintuitive. Yep. You're supposed to let them. Yep.
5: And everything in your head says, I'm not going to let them have the baseline, but that's the way we play defense. Yep. And then they take that baseline, and that that guy st- slides in and takes charge, right? It's, it's all those things that work together to play that collective defense. Everybody on the floor
2: has something they have to do or it's going to break yep. down. Yep, absolutely. Let's take –
5: I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just that's what's exciting about this level of basketball is that it's not going to be guys taking over one-on-one. It is going to be all five. We've got some other games in the area
2: tonight. Penn is uh, playing South Bend Clay. This will be the opener for Penn tonight. Riley is going to take on Mishawaka-Marion. These are games I'm assuming are underway by now, but maybe not. St. Joe is at Adams. Concord taking on Jimtown tonight. And what else do we have? South Bend, Washington, playing New Prairie. West Central will be at Argus. Elkhart plays Glens. And Tippecanoe Valley playing Knox, Rochester. If Winnemack will keep it Warsaw on Homestead. Oh, my God. That oh,
5: ought to be, ought to be a game. Oh, and then that next one is quite the matchup, too. Over Academy and
2: Northridge. Yeah, this is going to be a fun night for those guys. LaPorte,
5: Plymouth, obviously. North
2: Judson will take on River Forest a little bit later, but.
5: That's a lot of good matchups. That's an exciting night.
2: And all non conference too. Yeah. There's nobody yep. playing conference ball yet. So it, this is all uh this is all gonna be uh next week. when we start at Northwood next week, am
5: I right? Uh, I believe so. We'll be at the Panther pit. And that's you know how fun that'll, that is. That'll be fun. Oh yeah. And they are really good this year. Yeah, that's really always that really that good. Christmas break game, so it always gets that extra bit of hype. Everyone comes home from college, so all the alumni are there cheering their team on and it's it's always it's always fun especially going there. <laughs> We're
2: going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk to the head coach of the Plymouth Pilgrims, Joel Grendel. You're listening to Plymouth Basketball on WTCA in Plymouth.
9: The Co-Alliance commitment to deliver on the best propane service available is unwavering. Their established local quality service is unmatched. Co-Alliance is owned by local farmers, and they deliver on the principles of hard work, dependability, and trust. It's not by chance that they've been around for nearly 100 years. It's because of their commitment to the customer. Earn 500 free gallons now when you join the others that have made the change to Co-Alliance propane. Call 317-324-4457 or visit coalliance.com to learn more.
2: Let's check in with Joel Brendel, head coach of
10: the Plymouth Pilgrims. Uh,
11: uh I, I'm I, I'm happy with where where we where, where we're at, and I, I feel I feel kind of good about where, where where what we've done so far. And I'm, you know, overall, you know, for the most part, it's it's more, um, you know, being happy for our kids um, to get some success and feeling it and. Uh, You know, they're they're a little bit of positive vibe uh, uh, for those guys and and they're enjoying it. But it's it's something that these kids have earned. They've worked really hard for, um, you know, and and they've come out and and, uh, you know, done what I've expected them to do against, uh, you know, a couple of pretty good basketball teams.
2: It changes the locker room, doesn't it? When you get a little bit of success, you get on a little bit of a roll. I mean, it just makes everything easier, better. I mean, it just changes the the mood.
11: <laughs> well, it, it, it's always it's always uh, more fun to win. There's no question about that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, as a coach, you, you you know we've and we've talked a lot. We that we've seen this potential and we've seen what we can do and we've seen uh, the positive and what we know. And, and, um, it's been for about, you know, since about, uh, Oh, uh, almost, you know, almost an entire year, you could really go back to about this week of last year. It's all, it was, it's all about belief in themselves and, and finally believing in what we can do and, and, and trusting each other and trusting uh, as a teammate. And, uh, we've had from top to bottom, we've had, uh, kids do what they're supposed to do, play the roles they're supposed to do, support each other and what they're doing, and uh, it's just, it's really fun to see, and um, it's been fun to be a part of, and hopefully it's something that we can continue to uh, keep rolling.
2: I don't know how you feel about it, obviously, I don't, I'm not privy to everything, but it seems to me like, the offense is good, but it, the biggest change is defensively, your guys just seem to get it.
11: Yeah. And uh, again, we have, uh, uh, we're going to have a big challenge tonight and we're going to see if we get it against, uh, uh, against the big boy <laughs> basketball tonight. So, uh, but I'll, I'll tell you what, our, our guys bought it. We got, we have four seniors that, uh, you know, this is, this is year two of, uh, of all the things. And, 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 you know, you can throw Caden in there with them as well. It's, it's year two. I mean, we, we know what to expect and And we've talked about, uh, things we've done a whole lot of shell defense and we've done a whole lot of, uh, defensive things. And, and, you know, our kids have been, uh, they've been really competitive with each other. Um, and and that's how you get better. And, and again, uh, but the big thing with what we do, it's, uh, it's, it's team basketball and, and it's, we've had some great individual defensive effort, but the big thing has been, uh, guys in gaps guys helping out and 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 we've done uh team defense and we're gonna have to continue with that tonight as uh the slicers uh they provide a major challenge
6: yeah that's
2: the one thing too and, and my dad used to talk about it when he was here the the one thing that has always been that staple of plymouth basketball is the way we play defense he used to say nobody even tries to do what we do it's just too complicated and yeah that's that's what Plymouth basketball is known as is that they, the way they play defense.
11: Correct, and it's 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 uh, you know defense defense. If you can play defense and you can go that travels. Sometimes shooting doesn't. Sometimes shooting will come and go. Sometimes it just does. Uh, you know, but uh, uh, defensively, if you're there and you're dialed in, um, anybody can do it. Anybody's capable of it. And uh, I'll tell you what, when. When, when everybody buys in on that defensive end, uh, it's 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 a awfully nice calling card to have.
2: Um, let's talk about Laporte a little bit. I mean, we, we talked a little bit about it the other night. They're big and they're strong and they're good, aren't they? <laughs> they they
11: are all, all all of the above and then some. You know, um, they're they're a team. They were they were young like us uh, kind of last year, and they they're uh, you know they're getting. They're getting old, older, and they're uh, you know they kind of have had a I would say kind of a summer and 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 some things just like us where they uh, you know they're they're two games they're one and one but uh, they beat Riley and and played really well against Riley uh, up at South Bend and then they traveled to Fishers um, and and played Fishers who at the time was a, a top five team in the state and they were actually ahead of them going into the fourth quarter before. Um, before uh, falling behind in the fourth and, and, and uh, you know, losing that game kind of late. But uh, I'll tell you what, they got a couple, couple of guys. They're, they're quick, they're athletic, and they're big, and they're strong. Um, they're, they're led by uh, uh, Kirkham, number 24 uh, this year. He, he, he's, he was their leading scorer last year, and he's 18 a game this year. Um, just kind of their do-it-all, all-guy, real nice, fundamental, um athletic wing and then uh as a six five kind of guard forward another wing. He's a lefty who's averaging sixteen uh points for him this year and uh you know he's the he's kind of their X factor. He he got rolling against Riley and hit some threes and uh he got him rolling against uh against Fishers with a with a dunk and, and some things like that. So those are the guys that uh are kind of the, have, have spearheaded the things that they do. Um, uh, Malik Corley, number 12, uh, another, he's a five, nine guard, just kind of as quick as can be. He's at 10 points this year and he was their, uh, second leading scorer last year as well. And, uh, you know, good defense players controls their offense and, and, uh, gets to the, bu- uh, the bucket. Number 10, Jamarian Cross is a six is a six foot guard again, uh, you're going to hear this quick, athletic, um, you know, he was, he, he averaged nine a game and, and he can shoot and, and all sorts of things for him. And, you know, they uh, have uh, number 34, they, they bring, they have a six five center uh, senior uh, Tommy Samuelson, who, uh, you know, he's probably might be their last option in, but uh, he had 11 big rebounds against Riley against Fishers he has a bunch of tips that uh, kept things alive for him They're a good screener moves well without the basketball and then uh, they bring in a, a familiar name over at uh, over uh, a brother it's uh, Nick Spence number 30 who is a sophomore who played some last year but uh, had a big rebounding game against Riley and then went down to Fisher's and Hit a couple threes that put them put them through that has been, you know, been a really nice uh, role player for them. And, you know, they're, they're a team that's uh, bigger, stronger, and more physical than, than maybe um, what we have, have, have seen um, in the first two games. Um, but, you know, it's a sectional opponent. This is the, this is the level that you're going to have to have to play come March. And, we're really looking forward to seeing to, to seeing where we match up against a, uh, another strong, physical, athletic team. So a great challenge tonight from from what they do. Uh,
2: I'm going to imagine. What do you got to do to get a win here? And I imagine you you wouldn't mind seeing a, a game scoring wise in the forties.
11: Well, I mean, it, it's you know we're, we we got to keep them out. They have kids who can shoot the basketball as well, but. Uh, uh athletically in their their one-on-one they're they're uh they got kids that can get to the bucket and we're gonna have to keep them through we're gonna have to play good one-on-one defense and and you know what we're gonna have to have our help defense and to try to keep them out of the paint we're gonna have to really rebound well it's gonna have to be uh five guys because again they're big they're athletic uh they're strong and and the other thing about laporte is man they play hard so we're gonna have to match that intensity uh i fully expect that we'll do that um but, you know, uh, offensively, we're going to have to move the basketball. We're going to have to, uh, value, value possessions as, as, they'll get up and get after you. And, uh, it, again, we've had teams pressure us, uh, you know, Glenn really was in you and pressuring and things like that. And, you know, we thought we really improved our ball security, um, against, against Triton as that was one of the focuses for us. And, you know, we're going to have to continue to do that and really take it to another level. Um, we're just looking for that for our kids to come out, uh, compete, uh, execute the things that we've been talking about playing some Plymouth basketball, and we'll see how the chips uh, how the chips fall.
2: Well, man, thanks for taking the time and uh, get that W. Stay on a roll, and we'll talk to you after the game.
11: All right, sounds great.
2: Thanks a lot, Plymouth head coach Joel Grindle. Don't go anywhere. More of our pregame right after this.
8: Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible, and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is
7: just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialist Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth or apply online at www.firstfederalsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured, equal housing lender... Plymouth Pilgrim Basketball is on the
2: air Brought to you by First Federal Savings Bank D.C. Garage Doors Montgomery Well Drilling Rochester Orthopedic U.S. Granules Go Alliance Propane Coca-Cola Master Tech Bowman's Tin Shop Bowen Printing Oliver Ford Lincoln, Burke's Body Shop, and the IHSAA. Stay tuned, we'll go courtside right after this. Are you tired of coming up the driveway staring at a rusty, broken-down garage door? Does your front entry door need an upgrade? If so, call DC Garage Doors and Entry in Plymouth. They sell, install, and service doors all over northern Indiana. Whether it's residential, commercial, business, or industrial, the professionals at DC Garage Doors offer quality workmanship and have become the largest overhead door company in the area. DC Garage Doors and Entry is the right choice for all your door needs. And welcome back to Plymouth High School. Rusty Nixon with Peyton Skirvin. And we're just about ready to get going. It's time for the starting lineups. And we'll have those for you here as we get started. I'm kind of interested, Peyton, to see. I don't think. And now looking down there now, Trey Hall is not going to be in the starting lineup tonight. Uh believe they're playing. He had a pretty interesting fall yeah. last week, and I, I think they're going to just play the decent concussion protocol. Not sure if he's out of it yet.
5: Yeah, they, they'll probably just keep him on a pitch count if they do end up playing him. But, you know, like, we've t- like we have talked about, want to play that kind of injury safe. So there is no well, reason yeah. to rush him back if there is something wrong. So no, There's
2: no reason to die over a high school yep. basketball game. So. But our uh, starting lineups, let's start with um, Laporte for the uh, visitors tonight, Jamarian Cross and Malik Corley. Are the two starting guards? for Them we talked about Malik a little bit earlier. I like that kind of a player, that little guy who just makes everything run. Yep, and he and he's going to be a pest on defense
5: too. And he's yeah, he is going to be the motor that pushes him. Is that
2: guy Rylan will be uh, one of the forwards. Kyle Kirkham and Tommy Samuelson will be out there. Samuelson six five, he is a force to be reckoned with in the middle.
5: No doubt about it. Uh, we. We have our own fair share of height, you know, so uh, hopefully we can match up well inside. But like we talked about, it's they're going to have to box out because these guys are athletic and they are long and tall. They're going to crash the boards hard. We're going to have a look at our
2: Puma starting lineup. Pretty much the same guys you've come to know and love here on the first couple of games. Kate Ellery will be out there. Trey Hall, as we said, will be uh, at least on the bench for a while tonight. Kobe Walters will take his spot in the starting lineup. Kobe did a great job coming off the bench when when Trey got hurt. No doubt. He did a good job, and Preston Wolf came on and gave him some minutes, too. So the two of them really stepped up when a starter went down. Davis Ray will be out there as well. Easton Strain and Michael Shealy. If they weren't out there, you probably would want a congressional investigation. Those are the three that are the basic guys in that. Well, Trey, too, but those are the yep. three that are your scores. Yep, absolutely,
5: and then we're going to have to get it going early here tonight. They're, LaPorte's going to defend hard. They're going to make it difficult to get in that lane, So we're going to have to really push to get in there.
2: going to be interesting to see this, too, because uh, Trey and Kobe are two different kinds of players.
5: They, yeah, they definitely are. They have a are.
2: different skill set. Kobe is a great shooter, and he'll probably pull up and take a few shots. Trey's not going to do
5: that. Yeah, he's more of the pure point guard. He's going to distribute the ball, and then he's going to play lockdown defense. Kobe uh, himself, he's not a slouch on defense. He comes in no. and really puts in a great effort, and we've seen that off the bench him this year. So I think he'll be able to step into that role and do fine.
2: And I don't think he'll probably have to take the point all by himself. I'm sure Davis will get a few touches in that spot. Uh, uh, maybe a point
5: guard by committee kind of thing.
2: Yep, a little bit. And once again, we don't know how much Givini's Trey can play. But uh, that's another thing we're talking about here that we've been talking
5: about for a long time, depth. Yep, absolutely. It, when, when you can have somebody step up and not have to worry about any sort of drop-off, because you know these guys have been doing it long enough, they, they know what's expected of them when they come to the game.
9: Oh, I mean, no
5: hasn't
0: my... been on any scouting
5: reports yet. I hope they don't know that he's stuck behind that three. You better close that out, because
4: We're going to take
2: a break, we come back, we'll have the uh, opening chip, Plymouth versus LaPorte, WTCA, Plymouth Pilgrim Basketball. Back
0: in- it's Bikes for Kids this Christmas the Oliver Ford Lincoln family and you can help local underserved children by putting a bike under their Christmas tree and a new car in your driveway for every vehicle sold in November or December Oliver Ford will donate $50 to bikes for kids to help Santa put a bike under the Christmas tree and Oliver Ford will also help by collecting rideable bikes with limited rust and only needing minor repairs you know like we say one owner low mileage bikes now you can also donate training wheels and helmets for our little drivers and we also encourage our customers to match our donations so we can make sure the bike comes with a brand new helmet too it's just 50 bucks and come this Christmas morning there'll be plenty of excited children it's bikes for kids now through Christmas with your help so come on into the showroom and get a whiff of that new car smell and help bikes for kids at Oliver Ford Lincoln in Plymouth
2: Bowen Printing is a local hometown business established in 1943. The staff is there to help you realize your vision, be it professional or personal. Need a small order of wedding or graduation invitations, but hate that extra cost? Well, Bowen Printing specializes in beating the big printers and internet prices. From banners and signs to envelopes, promotional items, local school t-shirts and apparel, Bowen Printing, downtown Plymouth, will surprise you. Give them a call, 574-936-3924.
1: U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area's student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules, committed to our community.
2: We are at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Peyton Skirman. It is Plymouth basketball, ready to tip it at center. It's going to be uh, Tommy Samuelson with Michael Sheeley. And we're about ready to get going.
5: You know, yeah. they got two kids in the starting lineup wearing sleeves. I've always wondered, they cold? Make it shoot better? I'm oh, I I I always wondered that, too. I, I get the t shirt T-shirt, it can be a comfortability thing. I just said like the long sleeves. But the long sleeves,
2: I don't know. But anyway, Sheely will go up and Laporte will handle it. Kirkham with the basketball. He'll give it to Malik Corley. And Laporte is in the half court offense. Corley, right side, it goes to Kirkham.
5: Looking for a three early. Good closeout.
2: Cross to Kishowski, and he can't hit it. So the rebound will come down to Davis Ray. And
5: you can, this is an interesting style of defense here. This is man-on-man man, full court. Yeah, that, and they're going to get an early foul for it early. And that's uh, that's not what Laporte wants. They don't want to get any cheap ones. That is uh,
2: – now they're going to back off to the half court. It looks like they're in a 1-3-1 one, one zone.
5: That right they now. are. So they're going to come out. You know, they're just going to put pressure on the ball, try to make us turn it over.
2: They're going to try to trap in the half court all over the place. Shealy down the baseline, straight to the block. He's got Ellery on the other side. Ellery has it knocked out of his hands. LaPorte will have it back on the break. Is He'll go up, lays it up, can't
5: get it. He's fouled by Ray before he can put it in. But you see what they want to do. Yep, that was a great job by Kirkham there for LaPorte. Got, got his hand on the ball twice there when Ellery was trying to go up. That's the little things they're going to do, those little low blocks. That's That's not easy to deal with. And you're
2: dealing with a very swarming defense,
5: too. And that, I don't know, when I was a player,
2: I hated that. Absolutely oh, well, hated it, it to just play this deeply. It just forces the the issue. Very tight on everybody, all the way up and down the floor. Is
5: the first free throw
2: by Kaczkowski and it's good.
5: And it's going to require us to be disciplined with the ball. A lot of pass fakes, jump stops. They have those long arms. We got to be careful with throwing the ball.
2: Free throw number two is up,
5: and that one is good. Two to nothing. Now they're out in that full-court man-to-man press again.
2: Now Bray will beat it over the timeline to the free-throw line. Has it
5: ripped out of his hands on the way to the
2: basket. Malik Corley showing he can
5: play some defense. Yeah, these LaPorte guys, they're uh—they're really good at getting their hand on the ball right now.
2: They are swarming all over everything.
5: Open, oh, there it is. And once again, strain on the block. He'll go up, can't get it. And there's that, that action that we talked about every time on the out-of-bounds under. Why doesn't anybody get wise to that?
2: It's it. You just get lured. How do you disguise it, though? You guys ran that, too. I
5: mean, we've wow. been running this for years. So, it's really, you just act like you're not paying attention. You just kind of look off the distance. So, it's all about acting skill. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to sell it for sure. All right. And then you sell the foul afterwards for that and one. Two to one now.
2: Laporte with the lead. Strain will get free throw number two. And he puts that one down, too. Two for two from the line. We're tied at two just underway with seven minutes here in the first Corley will bring it across for Laporte. Kirkham top of the key to Kishowski. He'll try the paint, nothing there, hands it off. Kirkham will take the three, misses it. Rebound Samuelson had nobody to throw it to. He's going to save it in bounds, but just carried it out because he couldn't get it to anybody.
5: That's uh that's an interesting take there. He seemed pretty confident in taking that shot. Seems like one, he is willing to take it all times, but. No, that one didn't touch anything. So we'll he see. was
2: dead on, but it was short. Ray Ellery on the wing, right corner. Ray underneath, strain has it knocked out of his hands. Goes up, can't get it. Rebound, contestant. It's going to belong
5: to Plymouth. Good job of crashing the boards there, being pests.
2: They are pests with everything inside. There's a lot of hands, a lot of body going on in there, and they're disrupting shots. That same play again. Sheely can't hit it. Rebound comes down to Samuelson. It was open. It was. That's a great play. Cross needs help. He'll get it from Kaczewski.
5: He'll take it to the paint, takes it up, plays it in. Boy, he's a player. See The, the difference is we haven't seen somebody that, that is that athletic go into the rim there. At six five. Exactly. So you, you can't be late on your help side.
2: Easton strain, Kobe Walters to Sheely, back for Ray for a look at three off the front of the rim. Walters has the rebound taken away by Samuelson. Four to two, Laporte, Kirkham, in the front court. His pass a little bit wild. Samuelson will run it down, give it to Corley. Five fifty to play. Four to two, Laporte. They have the basketball. Corley to Samuelson on the block, takes it up, lays it in. Great play by Corley,
5: draws the defense and gets the assist. Yeah, Ray lost his footing there, kind of made it easy on the uh, layup.
2: Kobe Walters has strain in the corner, tries the baseline, nothing there. Ellery, Ellery will chase it down as Walters at the free throw line, pulls up for the jumper just off the rim, That's a and good look. Corley will come across. That is a great look.
5: We'll be content with that one. Corley all the way to the bucket, lays it in. Might have had an extra step in there. That was a uh, – these guys are quick, man. Gotta get back. But Corley
2: just beat everybody on that first step, went straight to the basket. It's six to two Laporte.
5: I think our speed their speed right now is uh kind of surprising these Plymouth players.
2: Speed and athleticism, I'll tell you what. They're big, they're strong, they can move. Corley and Koshowski okay. are at another level in the way they can go to the basket. Bill Grendel
5: kind of just talking to him. Hey guys, it's calm down.
2: Okay. Burley hits the free throw. He's got three points. It is nine to is five nineteen to play in the first.
5: They watched the film. They knew what they were getting themselves their selves into here. Lob underneath. Ray with it. Goes up with his lay and can't get it. Gets his own rebound and puts it in the bucket. That's going to bring
2: some words from the head coach. There was nobody on that no rebound.
5: I'm not sure. They must have been th- thinking they were going the other way. Ray was all alone under the basket.
2: 9-4. to four. Kachowski right into the hands of strain. Has it knocked away. Now Ellery will pick it up. He'll get it forward to Walters for a three. Misses it all, and it comes down to Kachowski.
5: They are letting him play out there right now. There's a lot of content. I like that. I'm happy with that. Cross to Corley.
2: He'll think better of it. Back it out. Gives it up to Kachowski off the pick. Cross for a three. Misses it. Oh, that one I might have had yep. it over the back. Great play by Walters. Walters stays with it, gets the ball, now has it stripped. Dives and gets it back, throws it right to Kajowski. One-on-one with Sheely,
5: to the basket. Jump stop, puts it in. And it's it's both sides of the court right now. It's uh, Both teams have kind of realized, all right, they're going to let us play a little bit, so let's get physical. 11-4. Laporte leads it. Walters has it knocked
2: out of his hands, stolen again. Kaczewski to cross he'll take the shot from the block lays it in that's gonna bring a timeout, and it should yeah, it's playing into their hands right now so we will take a break as well 13 to 4 laporte back after this
9: once upon a time in a convenience store a woman asked which zero calorie drink will i like more The cashier said, I have a thought, Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter, and with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious.
2: No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. 13-4, 13-4, to four, the score, LaPorte with the lead here at Plymouth. Rusty Nixon and Peyton Skirvin. We got three fifty-three to play in the first. And this probably has been an eye-opening first quarter for Plymouth.
5: Yeah, I think uh, this pressure has gotten the best of us. Uh, we, we need to protect it a lot better than we are right now. I just think they need to calm down, run the offense.
2: Ellering, get the open
5: looks that we've been getting.
2: Try to trap him. Ray now has strain in the left corner. Nobody on him. He'll dribble it, takes it to the block, spin move, and lays it in. Great move. Easton Strain, his four points now. Cross, baseline, kicks it all the way out to Kachowski for a three. Can't get it. Corley in for the rebound, drops it out of bounds into a long deployment.
5: Report really content with the first open shot they get right now. So,
2: I get the feeling they just want to run up and yeah, down I, as I much as right. they can.
5: The more possessions they have, the more opportunities they have to score, I think that's Probably their mindset right now.
2: This is one of those teams that'll expend all their energy on defense so that they can shoot layups. Yep. Preston Wolf on the floor for the first time. Quick to Strain on the block, lays it
5: in. Great play by Ray and Strain. Two more. It's 13 to 8. Right now, these sharp passes are allowing the offense to get going, getting wide open layups. That's what's that's gonna happen with this one three one zone.
2: Nick Spence on the floor has the basketball, gives it up to Brennan Balka on the floor for the first time for Laporte. Quarterly now way out at the timeline. Gives it up to Cross. They're trying to post up with uh, Balka nice. down low. Now, Quarterly, a uh, long
5: three. Yeah, that's a deep one. One you're going to have to live with. That's a shot you're going to be willing to give up. And it looks like we're going to get LaPorte back into Amanda Manley. Shealy with it.
2: Top of the key. Over to Ray. Looking in the middle. Nothing there.
5: let's so getting set up in their open offense again. Now that... They're back into a man-to-man look.
2: Shealy to Wolf. He'll take the three off the front of the ramp. Preston Wolf still trying to get going. He can shoot the lights out, but has struggled a bit this year. Cross, hands it to Corley. Top of the key. Plymouth appears to be in a zone now. It may just be that help side. Well, it could be. Pass goes over to Spence, tries the paint. He'll get... Pushed off the block by Ellery.
5: Yeah, so. that, that one probably probably enough contact there, a little bit of the body bounce, but like I said, letting go.
2: Laporte will have it out under their basket. 16 to 8, they lead it. Cross is going to trigger it in. Kachowski will go sit down. Balka will sit down. Pass is knocked away. Ellery with the steal. He's going to try to go coast to coast falls before he gets to the bucket. Rebound comes down to Wolf, and he throws it directly to Kirkham, who takes it to the other end and lays it in.
5: Sure seems like Ellery might have gotten undercut there on the uh, on the layup, but you it's know, no points complaints like out of him.
2: So it is now 18 to 8, 10 point Laporte lead. Ray with it, working on the right side, has Wolf off a of screen. He'll give it back. That's Caleb Bowling on the floor. Now down low. Ellery can't roll it in, and the rebound comes down to cross.
5: Probably need to start trying to find that backboard on offense.
2: They are completely cleaning the boards. Plymouth with one rebound. There's a shot by Kirkham on the lay-in. That goes in. They have eight rebounds to our one. 20 to eight. One minute to play. Ray to the paint. Short jumper off the back of the rim. Fights for his own rebound. He'll put it up. Can't get it to fall. Rebound this time will come down to Spence and a struggle for it. Spence pulls it away. Up quickly. Cross on the block. Head fake. Goes to the basket. Lays it in. Can't leave the ball. This is going to get out of control a little bit if they don't get moving. 22 to 8. 30 seconds to play in the first. Strain with a three, bang! That's a much-needed shot. They needed
5: that one. Easton has been the go-to. He has all but two to put the points. My guess is that'll be the last time they let him shoot an open three.
2: I would think. Cross now. Going to actually even kneel down with the basketball. The timeline: ten seconds. They're going to play for one shot. Down to seven. Now everybody will start to move. Cross. Kills the dribble, needs help. Two seconds. One. Corley. They're not going to get the shot off. So we have played one quarter here at Plymouth. Our score, Laporte 22, Plymouth 11. We'll take a break. We'll be back with quarter number two.
8: Montgomery Wells Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible, and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must.
6: Are you in pain from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board certified and fellowship trained surgeons, Dr. Lisa Ronbach and Dr. Jeffrey Sheehy at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574-223-9525, and come to expect the best.
2: We have played one quarter of basketball here at Plymouth High School. Rusty Nixon, Peyton Skirvin, 22 to 11. LaPorte in the lead as we head to quarter number two. And
5: a little bit of controlled chaos right now out of LaPorte. That's yeah, that, that's exactly the way. They want you completely chaotic. Yep, they're, they're pushing the tempo. They're, they're making Plymouth play the game they want to. Now, when Plymouth has slowed it down and passed the ball around, they've gotten the looks they wanted, but.
2: When you got guys with that kind of athleticism yep. and quickness, you can be really good at this particular defense. Is Cross shoots in, almost steals it from Sheely. Good pass from Michael to the baseline. Strain will put it up and in. Easton
5: Strain having a great game. Nice set there out of Coach Grindle. Start gets points here in the quarter. Much needed.
2: Cross will bring it across for Laporte, looking for help. He'll give it up at Kirkham, being guarded by Bowling. Goes to the paint, fallaway jumper, doesn't fall, and Strain will come away with a rebound. Great defense
5: by Caleb right there.
2: Good stop. 22-13, 7-20, just underway in the second. Ray, thought about it, takes it to the block, nowhere to go. Now he'll reach over, hand it to Sheely. He can't hit the layup, and the rebound will come down to Spence. Not sure that one didn't go down. That's a great look, though. Live with that one. 22-13. Laporte with a basketball. Seven minutes in the second period. You can't have empty. You're not going to be able to have empty possessions with these
5: guys, especially because we're not getting any offensive rebounds the way they're boxing out.
2: We still have only two rebounds in this game. Kirkham with a long three from the top of the key. Nothing but net. I'm wondering one thing. In all the years I've watched Laporte play, where do they find? The shooters. There's always seven guys on this team that can
5: rain threes. And the thing is, they're they're tall too, so it's they not easy to test those.
2: Pass goes to Bowling. He'll turn and face. Can't go. He'll get it to Ray on the block,
5: and he'll get fouled. Tell so you what, that skill must also translate to pitching as well. The way they get all those tall, lanky kids out there.
2: Bowling on the floor for a significant amount of time he was in the first game i don't think he was got on the floor in game number two that's been the mo you're gonna see this out of joel gringle shot it up again. there'll be nights this is the way jack edison used to be if there's a guy who's having a good night or he matches up well he's gonna get a lot of playing time then there's other guy at nights when he doesn't match up and he's probably not gonna you might not see the floor you gotta gotta coach to what you're playing exactly Ray misses the second shot. It is 25-14,
5: 622. Going to have start on this side of the court. Pass goes
2: down to Samuelson. He'll turn and face. Cut off. Long three from Salisbury. And the rebound comes down to strain. He'll bring it up himself. Hands it off to Ray. 25-14, six minutes to play in the hat. Laporte with the lead. Sheely. Tries to pass the strain. Knocked away. Rail recovery. Once again, Plymouth going to drop into that offense. Very deliberate. Preston Wolf thought about the three, gets it to Sheely, and Sheely's fouled by Kirkham. So what you, you know what I hope for, or what I think about when you see this, is that eventually these guys are going to get tired, and that's going to start happening. Going to get a lot of slap. It is it's exhausting. Oh, look at this quarter three. Three from Ray, can't drop it down, and it's going to come away to Salisbury on the rebound. Driving to the bucket, Kirkham, and it's going to take, take it off the board as Michael Shealy steps
5: in and takes a charge. That's a huge play, like we've talked about. Gets the ball going the other way, takes two points off the board, and that kid's got a foul. Him. That's, that's his second foul as well.
2: He may have to come and sit down, and he will. Cross will come back. and yeah, that's...
5: That's fine by Plymouth. They they will let his uh, shot go to the, yeah, to I'm the
2: bench. I'm going to be okay with that, too. Now Kobe Walters will bring it across.
5: Laporte now into what looks like a 3-2 zone. You only need two guys down there when they're that, that tall and long. You don't see
2: this too often, either. Pass goes to the block, and it's stolen. Tommy Samuelson with the steal. Five turnovers for Plymouth. Cross will take the three from the top of the key. No good. And the rebound is contested. I think it's going to be a foul here on somebody, maybe Strain. Yeah, I'm
5: not sure he calls that if he doesn't fall over. So, well, the thing about it is, is it jump backwards ending. Yeah, that's that's a tough call to give to him. They He's- both went to the
2: floor really. So, but anyway, Laporte will have it out of bounds. Easton with his first foul comes in. Guess who's back on the floor throwing threes up? Kachowski. Rebound on the three, it goes to Spence, and now Shealy will pick up the rebound on another missed three. It'll be interesting to see how many threes they're going to shoot this half. It'll be a good number, I'm sure. Dangerous pass got to Shealy. Down the corner, Ellery. Loses his footing for a moment. Now he's going to go to the block. Nothing there. Gives it to Walters. Now to Ray. Ray will try the block. Goes to the bucket. Lays it up. No good. And Sealy. Davis wants a foul. I don't
5: blame him. Yeah, he got smacked in the face pretty hard though.
2: Don't blame him. Cross thought about a three from the volleyball line. Now the ball is stripped away by Strange. Great hustle. Nikowski with it. Gets it to cross. Top of the key to Spencer. Gonna have a whistle on a timeout. And it's frustrating a little bit. This is, we're fighting back in there. 25-16, 4-20 to play
5: here in the half. Let's keep it here for right now. You uh, know, they've responded well here in the second quarter. The problem is, when you let them go on that run in the first quarter, now you spend you know, the next quarter fighting back, chipping away at that lead. That's not the position we want to be in, but ultimately it is. So it starts with stops on defense, harder earned buckets. I would start to worry. If it was
2: me, I'd start to worry about the empty possessions. And I'm not one of those guys who thinks offense is the whole game, but you do
5: have to score. No yeah. doubt about it. Yep. Yeah, eventually, and we've gotten looks, you know. Yeah, we've had some good looks. You know, I think our guys might be looking to go to the free throw line on some of those calls, but at the end of the day, you can only play this how they're calling it. So you got to figure out a way to fight through it.
2: Yeah, it has been a very physical game. A lot of. See, usually you see when a team wants to play hands like this, they get a lot of fouls called. think
5: they haven't, and I don't, yeah, I don't know that I disagreed that much. No, because I think as long as you know it doesn't affect things too much exactly. in the play, it just happens. You know, to be a play that makes up contact.
2: And so you need to learn to deal with it. Twenty-five, sixteen.
5: Now, Plymouth in their own, what looks like a one-three-one or a three-two look, but it's going to be more of a pack line zone.
2: Corley looking for somewhere to go with it, trying to figure out what they're in. He's being uh, guarded by Ray. He'll throw it on the wing, and just on the floor, Dominic Thompson, first touch. He throws it in the air, and it goes in the bucket for three. Six-six off the bench. Uh, first touch, bang, three. 28-16. That's a nice luxury to have. Davis Ray with it. He's had an uncharacteristically poor shooting Start, but I think it's because, oh, he's underneath great pass from Ellery as he finds him alone under the basket. A lot of that has to do with how much he's getting bumped and pushed around underneath. No doubt about it. By more than one guy. 28-18,
5: 322. But I know they watched the film. They knew what they were getting into. I'm sure Coach Grendel hit him with with the pad a few times this week going up for layups. That was always fun, good good way to take aggression out for the coaches. And it's
2: always good to have this kind of a game that's not a conference game. Oh, Corley with the move, and he somehow misses the layup. A double pump, go back to the other side. And the ball almost stolen, but strain with the rebound, Plymouth will have the ball. Walters, right side, Ellery pops out top of the key, gets it over to Ray, loses the handle momentarily, gets it back, strain to Walters, he'll bring it back out top. Being by Corley. I'm not sure I'd turn and face Corley and no. hit that pot, spot, but Walters did.
5: Those quick hands. Uh, Strain
2: at the free throw line. Right side to Ray. Block to Ellery. Triple teamed. Get to go. Wow. Caden forces, and he's going to be a player. That's not an easy shot at all. No. Double teamed and somehow split them and got up there and put it in. 28-20 now. 216 in the half. An eight-point lead that was at one point a lot. More, oh my
5: God! Well, that's hard. She, when Chile contests him, and he is not affected because he's six-six. That's touch number two, and nothing but net on a three for Thompson.
2: Ray goes to the basket, can't hit it. Okay, now that's funny. Last time he was in there, he got his head taken <laughs> off, his arm ripped off. That, that time they barely touched. That was, him. That was a little a light bulb.
5: I'm thinking one of these missiles might have fell back. Yeah, I was going to
2: say, I wonder if that's a make good because that was, that was far from the most violent thing we've seen in the last, I don't know, 30 seconds. <laughs> right. Yeah. Puts it up at the end. Shooting the ball from the free throw line all night, And a lot of these numbers are starting to even out. Plymouth with five rebounds here in this quarter, two real important. Well, so look at the score. What, there are things that are easy to figure out. The, uh, the vibe of the game has definitely changed this quarter. It's- I'm curious as to why they've gone into this slow half-court thing when they were running up-tempo. They were
5: I, I, hard to deal with. You know, I, I think that Plymouth might have been more efficient when running up-tempo offense because LaPorte was kind of just running around, running that chaotic defense. Spence
2: gets it out to cross. LaPorte with the lead in the basketball. Quick pass, Thompson all alone underneath. He can't hit a leg up he was too close to the hoop (laughs) he comes away with it he just hit two 30-footers and then couldn't hit a two-footer now we got a whistle oh that was a decision-making process cross and strain with contact underneath easton's going to get called for the foul but got a feeling maybe the official blew his whistle and really didn't
5: know what he was he was kind of looking around like all right anybody else kind of went the Yep, I'm just going to put the arm up. We'll, we'll head the other way. Bad news The
2: Strain has two fouls. He has been a wrecking crew so far.
5: Well, he, might get him a well-needed rest here before we head to half.
2: He's got 11 points and three rebounds.
5: Three rebounds all in this quarter. The fact of the matter is you still need to get some points on the board during this last minute 20.
2: Corley will bring it across for Laporte. Kuskowski. Not a Spence. I'm sorry, that's Salzburg. Corley tries the paint, kicks. Kajowski will take the three off the front of the rim. Rebound, nothing but orange jerseys around it. Corley can't hit the layup. Rebound again to Salisbury, and he'll put that one in. There were
5: no Plymouth yeah. folks anywhere near that one. They're too tall and athletic for us to stand there and watch. going to have to get a hip on somebody. 33-22, 45 seconds in the half.
2: Laporte with a lead. Ray will give it up to Bowling out near the volleyball line now he's got to find somebody to throw it to get it back to Ray Ray out at the volleyball volleyball line backs up gets it to Ellery on the left wing quick move to the center gives it up to Sheila in the middle of bowling directing traffic he wants somebody to come and take it Ray does and then Walters will get it on the right wing Plymouth probably going to play for one shot here with 10 seconds left in the half Ray has Sheely in the middle, turns and faces, looking for somebody on a cut. tries to force it into Ray, and Ellery picks it up, goes to the bucket and gets fouled.
5: I'm not sure what Fort fans are upset about there. Yeah. I thought that was oh, there's quite a bit of contact. That was pretty obvious
2: to me. Yeah, Ellery with a nice job to keep that alive for Plymouth, and now he's going to be rewarded with some free throws. He's got a bucket tonight for two. Preston Wolf will come on with 3.5 seconds here, and this. Second quarter. Ellery can't hit it. Bounced it right off the front of the rim. Dead on, but a little short. Davis Ray going to go take a break. Probably much needed as well.
5: Try to get this one to 10 points here, heading into the half.
2: Ellery trying to take a few deep breaths. He's ready to go. That one rolls in. Probably could have been a goaltending, too. And very easily could have been. Up quickly and morally able to get a shot off, but it won't fall. So we have played a half of basketball. Our score at halftime, Laporte 33 and Plymouth 22. Take a break, we'll come back with our halftime show. It's WTCA and Plymouth, Pilgrim Basketball. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country, we're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local.
1: U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area's student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules, committed to our community.
2: Don't forget to join us every Saturday morning for the Saturday Morning Coaches Corner right here on your home for Plymouth Sports WTCA. Every Saturday morning after the news at 8, we'll talk to the players, the coaches, and the personalities that make up the stories that are Marshall County sports. Don't forget, every Saturday morning after the news at 8, it's the Saturday Morning Coaches Corner right here on your home for Plymouth Sports WTCA.
12: Hey, Dr. Elsperman, I believe one of the best ways to invest in a community is to encourage participation in high school sports.
9: I agree, Paul. High school sports can play a tremendous role in student athletes obtaining their first degree in life, a high school diploma. Ivy Tech Community College also plays a role by serving more than 70,000 Indiana high school students who are earning college credit while finishing high school. High
12: school athletics are all about setting students up for success in the classroom and in life, and that's especially important. Considering less than 7% of student-athletes play sports in college, and even fewer receive scholarships.
9: At Ivy Tech, thousands of high school students complete their freshman year of college or first industry credential, giving them a head start on college and careers.
12: We appreciate the support of partners like Ivy Tech who invest in our student-athletes, their education, and our communities.
8: This is championing education. This is investing in your community. This is your IHSAA.
0: It's time for the Commissioner's Corner, an exclusive weekly conversation about Indiana high school sports with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Now, for an up to the minute report about what's happening in the constantly changing world of high school sports, here's Coach Bob Lovell with Commissioner Paul Neidig.
10: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell, and this is our weekly conversation with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Commissioner, what a great weekend last week. Six football championships were crowned. Kind of an interesting interesting mix of games. Some weren't as close as we thought they would be. Then you had some, some for the ages and just one of those kinds of things. But all in all, crowds were good. Enthusiasm was high. I thought everybody did a great job of playing hard, playing clean. All in all, I think it was a fantastic weekend for you. Yeah, it
12: was. It was a phenomenal weekend, Coach. And, you know, it's like, um, you know, the anticipation of the close games was there. But, you know, every game is always closer than people think it is. It's the bounce of the ball. It's sure. one play here, one play there. You know, and it uh, and it just changes uh, changes the outcome. But, you know, you think about it is these coaches have these kids primed. They're ready to play. And they're going to play their best game of the year. And uh, we saw a lot of that this weekend. Um, incredible talent on the field. um, you know, again, fans were great. Um, you know, you you walk out of those events sometime, and you say, "Hey, we need to do this or we need to do that," and you're always going to have those things. But, but from the people involved, the workers involved, the broadcasters, the families, the parents, the police, um, you know, everybody supported kids this weekend and really had very few, very few issues, and that was always a good thing to to see and fun to celebrate um, high school sports in that kind of setting
10: well you had one uh, you know team like center grove for example wins their third consecutive championship they played in the finals in four straight years Th- to do that in 6a you're in rarefied air when you accomplish that
12: no question and you know coach moore is a community-based coach and he keeps teach- he teaches those kids Center Grove Football and has been doing that for years, and they learn the system, and they grow up in the system, and they, they know how to execute that system, and it pays off in the end. And other schools do that too, but, you know, Coach Moore, they just got their run right now, and they've had an incredible Incredible time here. You know, it's funny, I did receive an email that uh, there were some folks that suggested it was maybe time for Center Grove to move up and play in, the, play in the Big Ten against Purdue and IU.
10: <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, if you're in 6A, you probably feel, feel that way. I mean, I thought That's you had right. a tremendous matchup to, to end the weekend. What better way to do it than with the Valpo Whiteland game? What a tremendous end to that game. Oh, my goodness.
12: You know, Uh, both teams, it it was, as they say, it's like a heavyweight fight. You know, those two teams faced up against each other. They were up and down that field, big play after big play. And, you know, whoever had the ball last um, with a little bit of time on the clock was going to win that in 16 seconds. If it would have been more than, I think, 16 seconds at the end, Whiteland uh, Whiteland would have put some more points on the board. But uh, eventually the clock ran out, and Valpo just happened to be ahead at that point.
10: We're talking to the commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. All right, Paul, that wraps up your fall sports and head into winter. Basketball, obviously, in full swing on both the boys' and girls' side, Uh, swimming, wrestling, everything. you, You just go from one to the other with everybody being all in with our winter sports schedule.
12: Absolutely. And, you know, I always say, isn't it great? You know, and kids need to be active. And we're so happy that there's a, a year-round programming in high school sports that kids can be active in that second classroom. And And, yeah, we have basketball games are full swing on the boys and girls. Swimming, both boys and girls are going. The wrestling matches are going. Um, you know, girls emerging wrestling, they've got matches going on already, mm-hmm. uh, you mm-hmm. know, and gymnastics is uh, getting ready to start their competition season here. And so, yeah, it's, it's full steam ahead and, you know, we're preparing for our next round of tournaments. We'll start with wrestling later on in February. But, uh, again, it's, uh, I don't know. It's just, for me, it's good when I know student athletes are with coaches that really care about them and right. want to see them right. develop and be the best they possibly can be.
0: Thanks for listening to The Commissioner's Corner with IHSAA Commissioner Paul Neidig and Coach Bob Lovell. And thank you for your continued support of the high schools in your community. Investing in education-based athletics builds strong communities and a strong, successful Indiana.
4: That's because when we support education-based athletics, we're not only supporting Hoosier student-athletes, we're championing the next generation of doctors, CEOs, and engineers, not to mention future teachers, first responders, and civil
0: servants. I'm Brian Lewis. And I'm Chris Kaufman. We're both assistant commissioners of the Indiana High School Athletic Association.
4: High school sports are the training ground for our future community leaders, impact makers, and world changers.
0: When we invest in student athletes, we're teaching them the importance of serving others selflessly.
4: Leading them to become engaged, compassionate citizens who pay it forward and continue building a positive future for Indiana
0: and beyond. Support the next generation of Hoosier Difference Makers by buying a ticket to your
8: high school's athletic events. This is serving our community. This is strengthening our future. This is your IHSAA.
2: We are back at Plymouth High School. Rusty Nixon with Peyton Skirvin. It's halftime. 33 23. Laporte with the lead. Let's run some scoring really quickly for uh, Laporte. And most of the damage was done in the first quarter. You have Jamarian Cross with four points, Malik Corley with six, Rylan Kiskowski with six. Dylan Salisbury at two, Kyle Kirkham with seven, Tommy Samuelson with a bucket for two, and Dominic Thompson with those two big threes off the bench has six. For Plymouth, it's Caden Ellery with three, Davis Ray with seven, Easton Strain with 11. He's also got three rebounds and Michael Shealy with a bucket for two. And the rebounding difference has corrected itself. A little bit. Plymouth with five rebounds and six rebounds in that quarter, and Laporte with three. Now, in the first quarter, totally different. Laporte with eight, Plymouth with one. Well, so, Laporte
5: didn't exactly miss a lot of shots in that first No, they year,
2: did so. not. You're exactly right there. But some, I, I'm just
5: still baffled as to the why they dropped into that slow half-court game. They were causing problems. You know, it, it might go to what you talk to, them getting tired. It, that could be exactly it. We'll see what they come out here in the second half, but I would be surprised to not see them come out and try to push the ball. And I get would be too,
2: and, but the thing is, if you, if you look, they're really only eight deep. Yeah. We've only yep. seen eight players. And when you play that style of basketball, you really need about 12.
5: Yeah, you do. I mean, you but need, they've gotten good help from the bench. They, really a they score have a really balanced.
2: And they can play. They got a lot of athleticism. Plymouth, on the other hand, they fought right back. They're not backing off anybody. Once again, that's new this year.
5: Yep. And that's awesome <laughs> to see. Once again, I think that's a testament to the senior leadership. So, you, you know, could we'll see, see what those guys can do.
2: You could see with body language a year ago that when something like that first quarter happened, there was this slouch and it was over.
5: Yep, there's a, you know, kind of shut down. But here they, second, they responded really well.
2: Second quarter, they came out and went after it. And that's why they're within 10. The part with a basketball out of half, man, I thought that was a pretty good play by Caden Ellery, but he's going to get called for a foul.
5: So it yeah. uh, looks like maybe the refs decided at halftime. Maybe will call it.
2: Could be. He had Samuelson locked up pretty well, but evidently got some of his arm. So uh, Tommy Samuelson will go to the free throw line, and he'll be shooting two. First one, he is no good. He rolls it around. He'll get the second one. Just underway here in the third, 10-point Laporte lead. Samuelson trying to make it 11. First one is up. That one is good. One of two there, 34-23. Plymouth with the basketball, Kobe Walters will bring it across. Right wing to Ray. He'll work on Kirkham. Cut off, now looking for help. Gets it to strain on the block, backs it in, and wow, no foul. Oh, there was a lot of contact. There was an awful lot of contact. I
5: thought that was more wrist and ball, but they're going to let it play.
2: Knocked out of bounce. So Plymouth will have it underneath. Yeah, they finally got wise to that quick throw. They were ready for And now, oh, Shealy with a shot blocked by Samuelson, who's on the block with a good look. Down to Strain. He'll turn in the paint. Elevates, puts it in. Easton Strain having a night. Another tough run bucket. Wachowski has it, thought about it, gave it up to cross. Now, Kirkham at the top of the key, working right side, 34 25. Got a hand in
5: Kirkham's face. Made you pay a couple times in the first half.
2: Report with the lead. Cross throws it into the middle. Stolen by Walters. Up quickly. Left wing. Sheely who tries to throw a pass across court to Ellery. Just too many orange jerseys in there for that. Not sure Ellery was ready for that one. That one came in quick. And he was surrounded in there. Did go off his hands, though. So somehow Michael got it in there. But it's still a turnover. Six of them now. 6.55. They'll probably live with only six. They've done a pretty good job of limiting them for most parts. Perkham just barely has it roll out. Ellery with the rebound, trying to go coast to coast, has it stripped out of his hands by Cross. They'll come back the other way. Steal for Cross is turnover number seven for Plymouth.
5: Every time we brought the ball down, they are swiping at it. And they throw it away again.
2: Another one right to David Ray. He'll try to bring it up, decides to wait for numbers this time as Walters. On the right wing, great entry pass to Strain, but his shot blocked by Samuelson. Now on the break, Kishowski all the way to the other end, double pump under the arm underneath. That's an impressive he made finish.
5: It, even when the move he didn't make on that one. Yeah, and that was with you know, a decent amount of contact, good contest by Shealy there, but that is a tough shot.
2: Ray for three, misses everything. Walters with a big rebound. Passes is stolen again. Samuelson lobbed a Kirkham. He'll lay it up and good, and this is how they made that big lead in
5: the first. Yep, need to calm down here, get a good look. Need a bucket here to kind of stop the bleeding. 38-25, 13-point lead now. Ellery
2: going to take the wide open three off the front of the rim. Rebound on the floor, and Cross will come away with it as it's stolen by Ray.
5: It's a great hustle play by Ray, keeping that ball alive. Sheely has Ray on the block. He'll go up, lay it in. There's a good head fake. Some shot fakes might help us out here.
2: Sheely with the assist, 38-27 now, 520 to play. Cross going to go all the way over into the corner. Standing in front of the scorer's bench. Going to make us come out and guard him. I get that, too. You want one-on-one. Cross loses a handle. Ellery, no foul? able to grab it, gets Sheely, ahead to Walters, to the block, to the land. can't get the lay Rebound comes down to Kirkham, up quickly, cross, throws it in the air to, to Shelsky, just on the trail, and he goes up and doesn't slam it home, but he goes up and gets it. Yeah, he got up pretty high, though. 40-27, 20, Walters all the way to the bucket, throws one up, can't hit it. On the break, cross on the rebound, goes up. Kicks it across one pass too many, I think. Cross
5: was yeah. trying to hit Kuszewski on the trail again, and it went out of bounds. A lot of turnovers here for. Well, once again LaPorte. they're back to that chaos that they were playing with, and even though they are turning the ball over a little bit more, it is playing to their advantage. This is the game they want to play.
2: Michael Cheeley will take a seat. Preston Wolf will come back out. Walters brings it down. Oh, Ray wasn't looking. He was wide yeah, he open was. on the block. Walters threw it down there and he did not even see it. Out of bounds. The turnover will
5: give it back to the Slicers. that that's an empty possession. You can't you just can't have, just can't have those. Especially in down thirteen. Yep. Yeah, especially when that could have you know could have been points there. So gotta get on the same page here.
2: Kosowski has Samuelson. Tries to back it in. Kosowski will take. The three, nothing but net. That wasn't bad defense, either. He is a player. 43-27. Ellery gets away with the travel, takes it baseline. Walters will take the three. Boom. Ellery with the assist. Walters with the three. 43-30. Now, Corley oh,
5: wow. kicks to Kirkham. Contact.
2: He'll mail that. I don't know that you would ever leave. If Kirkham was alone in the gym, he probably would never miss. One. Uh yeah. I mean, he is putting on a shooting clinic right now. Pass goes to uh, Preston Wolf. Back to Ray. Forty-six thirty. Laporte lead. Ray into the paint. He got called for the travel. He got one. I was expecting contact. Yeah. And that's what it does to you too. You go in there and think you're going to get bumped every time. It does. You lay man. off you once and you miss those shots.
5: We, we call that taking the chair out from under him. There, you know.
2: You're expecting that contact and adjusting for it in the air, and when it doesn't come, yep, it's too it's hard <laughs> to
5: adjust it, no doubt.
2: So Kirkham has it for Laporte. Quick move, free throw line. Has it knocked out of his hands. Ray fighting for it. That's... Kirkham fighting for it. Whistle. You're going to have a kick ball. It's going to belong to Plymouth.
5: That's that's tricky play, though. I like that. Use whatever you can until they catch you. Trying to dribble it away with his foot.
2: Brennan Balka on the field, or on the field, on the floor now. As Samuelson will take a break. Walters has it to strain. He'll turn inside, splits the defense, can't hit the layup. Rebound comes down to Kajowski. This looks exactly like the first quarter. Walters with a steal, comes back the other way, coast to coast. Can't hit a layup. Word. Corley brings it back on the block, kicks to Kishowski on the other block. Ray with a great defensive play, takes the charge. Plymouth will have it
5: back. Yeah, Ray's happy to get that one. So I think they missed one that he tried to take a couple of sessions ago. He got ran over pretty hard. That's really never fun to get. Oh, to no. Over when you, then...
2: Yeah, when you don't. It's worse when they call you for blocking. Oh, like,
5: come on, man. It's, it's like my body on the
2: line. I just broke my tailbone for a, tar- for a blocking call. Walters. Brings it across for Plymouth, 46-30 the score. Port with a lead, Strain, turns, faces. Balkas is guarding him. He beats him, goes through, splits it and lays it in. Great play by Easton Strain.
5: You know, 14-point game still, you're going to have to make a run right here. Try to get it to single digits for the, before the fourth quarter.
2: couple other scores as Cross comes back. Boy, Penn uh, probably is pretty good.
5: Yeah, they uh,
2: – to 92-58 over Clay. And I, I
5: think that's a much-improved Clay team this year as well. So, I mean, that's a impressive first game for Penn.
2: In the third quarter, Riley leads Marion 40-24. to 24. That surprises me. Wow. 46-32, 224. Marion usually one of the best teams in the state.
5: That would be interesting to see. Maybe the South Penn schools have built themselves up this year.
2: Shot from the left corner, no good by Spence. Rebound contested on the floor. Ray will come away with a loose ball. 46 32. Strain in the corner to Walters. Ray now on the right wing. Looking in the middle. Ellery. Not open. He'll come out and get it at the top of the key. Walters fakes the shot. Ellery gets it, has it knocked out of his hands. He is just getting stripped in there.
5: Yep, they their hands are, they are quick with Their hands blocks.
2: are extremely fast. 46 32. Long three. From Jekowski.
5: Man, a lot of contact there on Ellery's rebound. Rebound
2: comes down to Salisbury. Now we have a scrum on the floor. I think that <clears throat> depends on the spot, Peyton, but I think that might be a first down.
5: Yep. Yeah, that's uh at this rate it's it's starting to look like a football game right
2: That was like first and goal diving over there. It is it is a rough game. I, I love games like ne- this. Neither team is back down. That's what's they been exciting know. though. Minute 30 in the third quarter, 46-32. Ray has strain. He'll try to go one-on-one, does so. Can't hit the shot. Ellery gets the rebound, has it stolen from his hands. Strain goes up. He had to
5: loose ball, and it just came out of his hands went straight up into the air. Yeah, he was going up strong with that one, I think. Just uh, he got a loss. He got, hands get a little sweaty out there. Can't have a towel on the court. If it hadn't been for the uh, little Rope
2: there would have gone clear to the ceiling, I think. But 117 to play here in the third, 46 32. Timeout by Laporte will take one as well. It's WTCA
7: in Plymouth. Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialist Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth, or apply online at www.firstferralsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured. Equal housing lender.
1: U.S. Granials has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area's student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules, committed to our community.
2: Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Peyton Skirbin. It is 46-32, LaPorte leads this one. Minute 17 to play in the third, and uh, Laporte will have it out of the timeout. Boy, we were both talking about this. Homestead, 56, Warsaw, 39. Interesting. That man. is an interesting score. You had one, too, the CMA yes, score.
5: Yes, uh, CMA just got beats. I believe it was 38-40, or Northridge one one by two over CMA. That's a, that's an impressive win for them. man. That is. Bodes well for the NLC. Tells you what
2: we're going to be facing when we face them. Mm-hmm. Minute to play in the third. Laporte running some clock here. <clears throat> Corley. <clears throat>
5: try to get try to get some pressure out here, but you know, Laporte's doing a good job of playing keep away.
2: Cross to Balka to Kirkham.
5: Just have to be careful not to fall asleep. Give up a wide open layup. Trey
2: Delp on the floor for the first time tonight. Cross now out near the timeline.
5: Fifty to forty-eight at Northridge over CML.
2: 46-32 here. Laporte with a lead in the basketball. 30 seconds to play. Now at Corley kicks on the block to Balka. Almost got it by Ray, but couldn't get enough of the ball. Balka with his first bucket makes it 48-32. 14 seconds to play. We have a timeout. Uh, Corley is coming to the sideline. He's hurt. And I don't know what's wrong he's holding his side, as many elbows that are getting thrown out there, <laughs> That could be exactly what it was. Yeah. 12 seconds.
5: In the is, doesn't
2: feel good. Oh, he's in a lot of pain down there. Ray to Wolf. He throws it off the foot of a Laporte player. 48 32, 2.5 seconds. Plymouth will have it out in front of the cheering section. Sheely back on the floor now. Pass comes in to Ray. Has Ellery on the block. He can't hit the layup because he got blocked by Spence. Spence able to block Ellery's shot. It's the end of the third. Our score, 48-32. We'll be back with a final lead after this. Bowen Printing is a local hometown business established in 1943. The staff is there to help you realize your vision, be it professional or personal. Need a small order of wedding or graduation invitations, but hate that extra cost? Well, Bowen Printing specializes in beating the big printers and internet prices. From banners and signs to envelopes, promotional items, local school t-shirts and apparel, Bowen Printing, downtown Plymouth, will surprise you. Give them a call, 574 936
9: no matter the season, if it's your air conditioner or your furnace, Bowman's Tin Shop in Plymouth is the place to call. Bowman's Tin Shop has been serving the community for nearly 30 years and still does custom sheet metal work and plumbing. Installation and repair of heating, air conditioning units, plumbing, and duct work for residential and commercial use. Whatever your needs, be sure to call or stop by Bowman's Tin Shop in downtown Plymouth.
2: Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Peyton Skirvin. It is 48-32. LaPorte with the lead here, and we're about to start the final quarter. See if Plymouth can climb back into this again. They did it once.
5: you got to prove yourself that you can play with these guys.
2: LaPorte will have it out of the quarter break. You want to tell us where you're listening from tonight? Give us a text, 574-307-6647. Happy to give you a shout-out. Just let us know where you're listening from tonight. Five seven four three zero seven six six four seven Laporte with the basketball cross crosses the floor, gives it up to Samuelson. Looks like Laporte going to just keep running clock here.
5: They're really spreading it out, passing the ball around the up top. They're going to keep going until they get the look they want.
2: Wolf pressuring Spence gives it up to Salisbury. Now Samuelson in the corner, back over to Kirkham. Not an open look, so he misses it. Ray will come away with the rebound. He'll bring it up all the way to the bucket. Lay it in.
5: I, Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't know why they've stopped pushing the issue. I know, because this is the same thing that happened in the first half. They Slowed it down.
2: Block into the corner. Kirkham will take the drive. He'll, uh, oh, that's going to be goaltending. I don't know why you even do that. Spence jumps in the air and pulled on the, uh, Net.
5: Yeah, I think that's that's just. The, a habit or something. That's not a ball was in
2: the cylinder. I don't that. I too many guys do that. Yeah, that's tough.
5: That's, that's a bucket. We can't get better.
2: Delp will bring it across the timeline to Sheely. Turns and faces. They're really making an effort to get the ball to strain on the block. Ray on the drive, knocked to the floor by Samuelson, and he'll get the foul.
5: And it's only our fourth foul of the
2: half. And I like it. There's been a nice flow to the game, hasn't there?
5: Yeah, it really has. <laughs> yep. it's, it's been, there's been a lot of action, no doubt.
2: Exactly. And finally, some continuity in a basketball game. This is the first time I've seen this this year. Shot by Ray's up and good. Just a lot of well, a lot yeah. of standing around and talking about things going on for some reason so far this year. But
5: yeah, well, you know, it's usually about the 10 that are on the court, not the three that are in there. Yeah,
2: it should yeah. be. Exactly. It should be. And it has been tonight, Ray, with another one. Five of six from the line tonight. 48-36, the school. Well, they're trying to climb back into this, make it a single-digit lead. They need a stop, and they get it. Ray, with a steal. He's going to go coast to coast. He can't hit it. Rebound comes down to string. Gives it back to Ray, trying to fake some space. Gets his own rebound. Now he gets
5: fouled. Wow! That was jumping around down there, for wow. the ball. of
2: action. Steal by Ray started it.
5: It's been what's been interesting is there has not been anyone on the court that is back backed down physically today, and it's made for a lot of body. Really, that's just bumping each other around.
2: Ray hits the free throw makes it 48 37 trying to get it to 10 here that one is up that one is good
5: so here you go laporte slows it down again and
2: And we get back in the game
5: work themselves back in the game farley will bring it across
2: working on the right side guarded by Dell. pass into the middle wild and strain will come away with a steal he's going to try to go coast to coast has it stripped by Now, Ray, fighting with him for, I'll tell you what, there was a lot of contact there.
5: Yep, they were going to wait till they had to call it, and that, that was a foul. He did wrap him up there. That's the one thing about the jump ball, can't go from, from behind.
2: That's number three on screen. That's not a good news. No, it's not. A little talking going on now, too, so that's not going to make this any well, more
5: pleasant. It probably was only a matter of time. Now, the way they've been banging each other, it was only a matter of time. Six minutes to
2: play, and this one, Ray, reaches in once again. No, oh, i got to agree with the foul there. I uh, really do. you got
5: to be smarter there in that situation. He's way out
2: away from the basket. He reached in. He, at first, he had ball, but he slipped and had arm,
5: and i I got to agree with that one. I understand the aggression, though. Oh, yeah. Well, he turned and had the ball there. He reached in and tried to grab it. Oh, well, that's only a second, too, so you know. There's there's ones to give. Quarterly brings it across now. Delp guarding
2: him. Plymouth on the defense. All alone underneath. Quarterly. Pass from uh, from uh, Chowski. Can't so,
5: double unless everyone else is on the same page. Right there, they tried to double and the other three weren't on the help side. Their hands are so quick. Almost
2: every pass that a Pilgrim catches is Slapped at. Now, Sheely with a rebound off the miss. He'll lay it in. Michael Sheely with a rebound basket. 50 40, 5 19 to play.
5: Got to wonder if Coach Grendel's going to go to any pressure at any point. Full court. He's probably going to have to here before much
2: longer. Cross all the way to the bucket gets away with a travel and gets fouled. I don't care what you say. That jump stop, that two steps jump stop, another step. That's a travel. It It is a travel. I don't care how much you tell me that you get. Wow, it's a jump stop. So what about the two steps before you <laughs> take the jump stop? Sorry, hard enough to guard some guys. That I know. Hey, thank you, Michael Jordan. That's, that's the Jordan rule. Cross will hit the free throw. I don't know. I don't need to shut up. Nobody cares <laughs> what they think. 51 to 40, 509 to play in this game. People just want more points. Yeah. From not. We'll get his second shot. That one is up. That one is good. He's perfect from the line tonight. 2 of 2 oh nine to play. 12-point Laporte lead. Trey Delp will bring it across for Plymouth here. He's had some significant minutes.
5: Yeah, he played in the JV game too, so props to him for being ready.
2: Ray to the block. His shot cannot go. It's too hard, and Samuelson comes away with a rebound. Terrible shooting, really, by bo- most part, by both teams tonight. And I, I, that's got to be the physicality. No doubt. They're getting knocked off of everything except the wide open one that Kirkham creates for himself. He is a player, too. He's not in the realm of uh, Kaczewski, but he is pretty darn good shooter. You
5: know, and he's, he seems to always be in rhythm, too. It's hard to get him out of that.
2: Yeah, or he goes to the bucket. Kicks it to Shealy who can't get the handle and drops it out of bounds. Turnover will give it back to Laporte. Another empty possession to lead up to 14 here. 420 to play. Got to have a stop on this one. Cross. Gives it up to Samuelson. Back to Cross all the way out at the timeline. Kirkham now on the left wing. And they had enough of him. He was clear out, almost sitting by the scorer's table. Gave a shot fake, and they were all over. Yeah, they it.
5: weren't. They weren't letting him get another one off.
2: Most guys would shot fake from there and be like, "Yeah, go ahead." Kuszewski just takes a beautiful pass from Corley and lays it in. That's another a really bucket. Good offense. Fifteen see. points so far for Kuszewski. See, we can get going. I just want to try to finish on a positive note here. 339. Fifty-six forty. Ray with three off the back of the rim. strain fighting for the rebound. We got a jump ball, and that will belong to Plymouth on alternating possessions.
5: I'll, I'll tell, tell you it. this: the port has New Prairie tomorrow night, and that there—that is uh, going to be two back-to-back oh <laughs> cold times. Oh, uh, you better
2: have—you better have an actual. EA. trainers aren't going to be enough for New yeah. Prairie. Let's just LaPorte. get
5: some ice baths going now.
2: Just have them all set. Get the get the EMTs waiting in the gym because you're gonna. Yeah. yeah. Neither one of neither Laporte or New Prairie has a reputation for being physical.
5: Yeah, if you've been to any game of Plymouth versus either of those teams,
2: yeah. you would know. Exactly. Ray, directing traffic. He'll give it up to Sheely. Sheely gets it to Ellery. Spins. Triple teamed. Has it knocked away? Kiszowski on the break. Goes up and once again travels, but gets away with it. will get the rebound. Wow. Now it's on the floor. Everybody diving, oh, and man, Ray that's... has to get a foul here. There may be some. Yeah. Corley didn't like that very much, and I don't blame him. And one of the officials is coming over here to Ray, saying, "You know, maybe, maybe don't shove him to the floor yeah. when you're."
5: Well, I think that's that's a lot of frustration coming out there.
2: It is, and. I think half of it with Davis is, you know, that isn't any worse than what I'm getting every yeah. time I go into paint, you know, that's no it. doubt. But once again, that was way out away from the basket. Don't think he's going to do much from where he was at. Mm-hmm. Although, who knows? Might throw it up and bury a three. Waiting to it. bring it in Laporte. Wouldn't surprise me now at this point. Let's... Corley will bring it across. Three o four to play, 56-40, Laporte lead. Kirkham trying to get Samuelson posting up. He can't get it in there. Now Samuelson will pop out to the corner and get it. Kuchowski takes it to the block, spins around, goes through, lays it up and good. That's an
5: impressive move. When, when, he's, guard.
2: when he's playing one-on-one, there's nobody going to beat him.
5: Evan, our help side defense is kind of fallen down a little bit here in this fourth quarter. I think he's gotten tired. Ray will take a long three. That barely hit the backboard. Now these are the moments, though, where you want to see this team not shut down. Cross
2: with the ball. 5840. 18 point Laporte lead. 220 to play. Kirkham tries to go baseline. Cut off. Now Corley. Don't dribble back to the middle. Loses the handle, but Strain will get a foul as he got him going by. 5840, 212 to play, and some free throws coming up here. Ray will take a seat. Preston Wolf will come on. I really don't think Davis wanted to go to the pitch.
5: Right yeah. He, he was looking no. for any
2: reason to just
5: kind of not go over there, but no, when it's not your night, it's hard to yeah. leave without fixing it. Exactly. Know? Kirkham. Long three, nothing but.
2: He is amazing. Yeah. That's with an open look. Sheely falls down with a basketball. Wolf able to grab it. Whistle on a foul. I'm not sure that was a foul
5: either. Nope, don't think so. But we'll take it. There's been there's been some big let go here and there. So third foul for Kirkham.
2: Plymouth will have it out under the or uh, across the scorers table. Walters with it now. He'll try the right side. Corley guarding him. Gives it up to Ellery popping out. 6140. Wolf for a three. Can't hit it. Rebound comes down to Samuelson. Minute 38.
5: You know, I don't think we've seen Thompson here in this second half after he went in and buried two threes, have we? We have not seen him, no. He had three touches. Two of them went in the basket
2: from at least 30 feet. And then the other one was a layup that he missed. So figure that one out. Yeah. Minute 20. Quick pass under to Samuelson, stolen by Wolf. Plymouth will have it. Easton Strain will bring it across for the Pilgrims. Ellery now steps back, takes the three. It's in and out, but Strain can't hit the tap in. And now the ball comes back to Kirkham. Kleszowski, dunk. Yep. Well, I'm a missing an amazing opportunity. Now the ball down in the paint again, stolen. We got a whistle, and we're going to have a timeout by Laporte. 63 to 40.
5: The Port Faithful are happy with the performance they saw on their team tonight. 46 oh. seconds. Can't blame them. They uh they play physical. they play hard. They know
2: they got a lot of a lot of talent.
5: Yeah. they they know their identity.
2: A lot of talented players on that team, and up the two that impressed me corley, because I just like the way he plays. But Sh- Kishkowski. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's been. It's going to be number one on the scouting report for the year, I think, for them. It's been some impressive performances tonight.
5: You can't play him with one guy. You have to put and, at least two on him. And the way that they're willing to fire up the shots, it's it's a it's a dangerous night when you have to double team.
2: Portal empty the bench. Dylan Salisbury will key it in. Corley will grab it. They have played everybody now. They only have like nine or ten guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, we see Thompson again. Yep. Plymouth has a bunch of replacements in. Bowling back on the floor. Walters. Caden Moyes are out there now. Preston Wolf, And we have
5: Jonah Smith out you know, there. What's not- noticeable looking at the support roster is a lot of seniors and juniors on this team. That's a, that's a program that's been built.
2: They're going to uh, just run the clock out. 14 seconds. No intention of taking a shot. Corley will back it out. He'll bring it up to the front with six,
5: and that's gonna do it.
2: Corley will dribble it around. He'll give it up, and that's gonna do it here. 63 to 40, our final, as Laporte will take the win. We'll take a break. We come back. We'll sum it up. Hopefully, we'll talk to the head coach of the Plymouth Pilgrims right after this are you tired of coming up the driveway staring at a rusty broken down garage door does your front entry door need an upgrade if so call dc garage doors and entry in plymouth they sell install and service doors all over northern indiana whether it's residential commercial business or industrial the professionals at dc garage doors offer quality workmanship and have become the largest overhead door company in the area dc garage doors and entry is the right choice
0: for all your door needs It's Bikes for Kids this Christmas. The Oliver Ford Lincoln family and you can help local underserved children by putting a bike under their Christmas tree and a new car in your driveway. For every vehicle sold in November or December, Oliver Ford will donate $50 to Bikes for Kids to help Santa put a bike under the Christmas tree. And Oliver Ford will also help by collecting rideable bikes with limited rust and only needing minor repairs. You know, like we say, one-owner low-mileage bikes. Now, you can also donate training wheels and helmets for our little and we also encourage our customers to match our donations so we can make sure the bike comes with a brand new helmet, too. It's just 50 bucks. And come this Christmas morning, there'll be plenty of excited children. It's Bikes for Kids, now through Christmas, with your help. So come on into the showroom and get a whiff of that new car smell and help Bikes for Kids at Oliver Ford Lincoln in Plymouth.
8: Today is a great time to look at the tractor you've had your eye on. So stop in at MasterTech in Plymouth to look over and test drive one of the new Montana tractors. With a three-year warranty, Montana tractors are built for a rugged, reliable performance. Pound for pound, they're today's best buy in utility and compact tractors. Plus, you can match your tractor to a wide range of American-made Montana implements. See MasterTech in Plymouth and check out the model that's right for you.
2: Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Peyton Skirbin. Our final score here, 63-40. to 40. Laporte with the win, and A. in charge from yep. tip, to, tip to buzzer. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a great performance by uh, by them.
5: Yeah, we, we fought back a couple times, uh, made the game a little closer, but ultimately they kind of controlled it from the beginning and uh, really determined the tempo and the style of the game was played in.
2: Take, take a look at some of the scoring here. You know, Koscikowski had a heck of a night. We knew that was going to be the case. He ends up with 14, 17, 18, or 19 points. Wow. Marion Cross with a couple of baskets, a couple of free throws. He had six. Malik Corley had uh, four and four, makes what, eight? Yup. You're the math guy. You ought to be doing this.
5: Uh, I just teach you how I know it out and out.
2: All right, then, Uh, Dylan Salisbury with a bucket for two. Kyle Kirkham, three of three from three-point land. He had nine points there. He had eight more, so 17 for him tonight. Tommy Samuelson with a bucket, one of two from the line, so there's three for him. Brennan Balca with a bucket for two. Dominic Thompson had three touches. Two of them went down from three. He ends up with six. Plymouth on the other hand, Caden Nellery had three points. He was pretty neutralized tonight by this defense. Kobe Walters with a three for three. Davis Ray had eight, seven, 13, eight, seven, what, 15, 26, 35? Eight and seven is 15. Yeah, it's 15. Okay, thank you. Easton Strain had uh, 15 as well. Michael Cheely with a couple of buckets for two strain, and Davis Ray both had four rebounds, Ellery as well. That was kind of the story of the night, especially early on, turnovers and rebounds. We were getting one and done, and that's exactly what they needed.
5: Yeah, and it it was no secret. You know, that's kind of – we knew the M.O. coming into this, so, you know, we knew what we had to be prepared for. And, you know, the the fact of the matter is, if you want to win a sectional title, you got to figure out a way to beat that team. This is not – I'm guessing – This is a really, really good basketball team.
2: My guess is they aren't the best team in the section.
5: No, and that's, you know. And that's scary
2: just a little bit. You know,
5: (laughs) you got to beat the best to be the best, I suppose. I
2: guess you're right. I would say that is 100% true. And we're going to be joined by the head coach of the Plymouth Pilgrims, Joel Grindle. You know, they really have a lot of talent. They played extremely well.
4: Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to. Uh, we tried to tell the guys it was a whole nother level, um, and it certainly was. We got uh, smacked in the mouth. And it took a long time for us to uh, to figure it out, and then uh, you know we battled uh, as we could, and then uh, you know kind of got away from us at the end.
2: Well, and the thing is, though, you guys didn't back off. I mean, that first quarter um, was tough, but in the second quarter there was uh, there was some fight.
4: Yeah, not just not enough. Um, um, yeah, there was there was some good things there. Um, you know, you got to like what uh, a few of our guys did. Uh, you know, Easton Strain really battled his tail off. Um, you know, there's a whole lot of contact uh, in there, and you're going to have to finish through it. You're going to have to do that. This is four A basketball. Uh, as we said, it's it's big boy basketball. Better step up and play, and uh, uh, we'll see where we're, we'll 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 see kind of where we go from there.
7: How
2: much? I, I know you got one guy out but how much did that affect what, what was going on? It seemed like you had a couple of guys step up and really make up. I think, I
4: I mean, we, we had some guys step up. I think you see what, uh, Trey hall means to our basketball team. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we got to, uh, you know, there's no excuses in there. Nobody feels sorry for you. Uh, nobody, no, you know, no, the Laporte doesn't care if, if you're down one starter, two starters, four starters, five starters, they don't care. Um, that's for certain. And, uh, you Know what we got to have somebody step up, we got to have guys step up. That's their opportunity, um, to do so. Um, we'll see where we go from here. Um, but again, you know, there there was definitely some good things we're gonna have to uh search deep for those, um, um I- I- as we go forward.
2: Well, coach, I'd thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow Appreciate morning, it. Thank I you. guess. Yep, thank you. Joel Mendel, the head coach of the
5: Plymouth Pilgrims, and uh. Not a happy man right now. No, you know, and it's it's never easy to take that that first loss of the season. It's never easy to lose, period. Especially when you're Joel Crumble. Yeah, put it that way. Well, this is the kind of game now. Obviously, I never saw him play, but. From what I've heard, this is the kind of game oh, that he, he thrived would, in. He
2: would have loved this game. He would have absolutely been in heaven to point the game. I think that might have something to do with the
5: upset. Uh, no doubt about and, it.
2: You know, but once again, he's not wrong. This is a chance for your guys to really show who they are mm-hmm. and what they can do. And uh, it didn't really happen that way. I mean, yeah. from
5: beginning to end, Laporte was in command of this. Yes, so the question is, you know, how do you respond now? Well, that's
2: – Yeah. Because – you know, he made another good point. Nobody's going to feel sorry for us. Northwood isn't going to say, well, you got a couple starters now. We'll just throw the JV out there for you. Yep, and that ain't going to be.
5: You know, next week, you're heading on the road for the first time twice. You know, you're going to Winnemac, and you're heading to mishawaka Marion. Uh, so, you know, that's going to be two games, you're going to be Tennessee. Yeah. And you're going to have to play better than you did tonight.
2: Yeah. Well, and Winnemac on a Tuesday night is <laughs> not. And you know as well as I do why it is whenever we go to Winnemac, we play really poorly. Yeah.
5: And I and they usually will have one or two kids that, that they will go to. And if you aren't ready to shut them down, you're in trouble. Going over there with some pretty good teams.
2: I think you and Benji's senior year, pretty good team, and they they hadn't won a game and they yeah. just completely dominated it. I I don't know what it is about that place on a week night, but it is a tough place to win a basketball game.
5: No doubt about it. So that sh- should be a winnable game, but, you know, hopefully one you can bounce back and look to build back, get a winning streak going again.
2: You have to play hard on that one.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, man, I want to thank you for joining me. Uh, final score again here, 63-40. to 40. Laporte takes a win, first loss of the season for Plymouth. Uh, and as Peyton said, Tuesday night, uh, winnemac is on the schedule. We'll go down there. We'll have that game for you. I believe it's about a 7.30 start. And uh, our pregame will come on right around 7 o'clock. Uh, thank you to Jim Boddor back at the studio for turning the dials and making sure nothing blew up. And uh, thank you to you for listening. Have yourselves a great weekend. You've been listening to Plymouth Basketball, brought to you by Oliver Ford, Rochester Orthopedic, U.S. Granules, Bowen Printing, Master Tech, Montgomery Well Drilling, Coca Cola. Co-Alliance Propane, First Federal Savings Bank, D.C. Garage Doors, Montgomery Well Drilling, Rochester Orthopedic, Bowman's Tin Shop. The preceding has been a production of WTCA Sports.